Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Searchcast, Season Two, Episode Twenty One, presented by Primal X Hockey, Level Up Snacks, and In the Clutch Apparel. I'm back after my small <laughs> hiatus from being sick with the flu, which was a whole lot of fun. But I'm Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. And if you're on our YouTube version, which this is probably delayed for a little bit since we got like a, <laughs> a lot more to uh, still post on our YouTube. Uh, if you do get to the point to watch it, you can see that we actually have a couple people with us on the show. But before we get to that, Bailey, how are you doing tonight? Doing great. Um, work this week was really <coughs> kind of nice, kind of mellow. Um, what I thought was going to be a super busy day yesterday ended up being a lot nicer. So that was good. Um, was able to relax today and prepare for an exciting time tomorrow. Um, but go. yeah, no, I, I've been good. How are you? Uh, doing a lot better than I was last week. Yeah. I tell you that much. <laughs> yeah like I, I got home from work Wednesday, you know, played some DD with some buddies from Canada that night. And then by like the end of that, I'm like, I'm just going to bed. Mm-hmm. Next, next thing I do, I wake up Thursday, just Stayed in bed all day, taking like two hour naps with like staying up for an hour and a half and then do just on and off two hour naps all day. Yeah. Absolutely brutal. Trying to go to work Saturday. They're like, go home, dude. You, yeah. I literally was walking deaf, like sweating profusely. Just had to go and just get medicine. But I am a lot better. But I do appreciate, you know, cat stepping in for me last week because yeah. my voice was gone. Yeah. Like, it was bad. Like I just talking was just a struggle. So it's just like, no, I, I, I couldn't do that. Yeah. No. And that it, sickness is going around everywhere too. I mean, our good friend of the podcast, Josh, he got the same thing that hit me yeah. um, all last week where he was super sniffly and stuffy. And at, by the end of it, it was just like the remnants of yeah. whatever's going on. We're just coughing like crazy. It's not COVID. No, it's, it's no, yeah, yeah, whatever it's whatever's going around. Yeah, it seems like everyone everywhere is getting it because, like, my father in law had it, he brought it down, and then like Tara and her whole family got it. Then I got it. It was just one of those things, like, I don't know what it is. It's just whatever sickness is going around the states right now, it's just it's getting everybody. So yeah. it's good, it's good to feel better, but that was not fun last. So, like, so in basically, in one week, try to record 
Wi-Fi went bad. Try <laughs> to record a second time. I got sick. So yeah. like for the second time ever, I had to miss a show just because I'm like, there's no way I was going to do an hour and a half of this. Yeah. And Kat, Kat was a great, great addition. To, I mean, our honorary third co-host, bringing her on to be <laughs> able to um, chill out and yeah. talk some hockey. That was, I, I always love talking with her. She's, and she even made a point too. She was like, I always tend to come on when Zach is off and we need to make that change. <laughs> yeah. We definitely need to bring Kat on when it's just, when it's all three of us. That way, mm-hmm. that way the speculation of the takeover gets put back. <laughs> <laughs> people think cats slowly getting rid of me and i'm like no it's not the case it's just unfortunate circumstances but had to roll out our second power play unit it's all good <laughs> yeah right exactly but anywho beyond that so let's actually get to our guests so yeah. one of them has already been on the podcast once or twice i want to say once but this just might once. be just once okay because i know it was like a off-season show so he's here for <laughs> yeah. a regular season show from the mile high pundit JJ, how are you doing tonight, brother? Welcome to the welcome once again to the show. Oh, well, thank you, Zach. Blessed to be a part of it as per <laughs> usual. Um, thanks right. for having me back. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm uh, recording from Oxford, Mississippi tonight. So nice, uh, nice. Doing uh, some family stuff down here. Kind of going to make like a, a long weekend out of it, and um, we'll be Why back not? in in colorado on monday tuesday so okay yeah, nothing um, wrong with that hey, make sure you get some hot toddies while you're down there in oxford mississippi i heard those are supposed to be pretty uh pretty good down there if uh, most definitely if, man yeah if anyone follows you know college football and all miss and all that stuff you know, hot toddy, <laughs> yep. big we, thing uh, down there in oxford yeah we um we're actually going to be going to the old miss alabama game tomorrow oh well. nice there we so, go very cool. Um, so you're gonna be, a, be you're a gonna be at a football fun. game. Bailey's gonna be at a hockey game tomorrow night for the <laughs> abs for abs canes, which we'll preview later on. But yeah. how about that? Yeah, Everybody some uh, some things some came sports. up to where I was actually supposed to be at that game with um literally with just Bailey a few and... sections like sitting diagonal from us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like it, it was gonna be wild, but um, yeah. No, but yeah things happened and here we are so <laughs> yeah. there's, there's plenty more other games you guys can go even if it's not just a canes avalanche there's always a bunch of other games because it's colorado yeah it's not yeah, hard to get for sure so on the youtube version whenever you do get to this bailey actually has someone stay next to her and you know what i think bailey should introduce our second guest of the show so we bring him up a lot uh my boyfriend uh making his uh not podcast debut but surge cast debut uh one of the biggest abs fans that i've ever met uh grant foster grant how are you doing today oh just doing you know doing all right excited for the hurricanes avalanche game tomorrow scored some really good tickets on the lower balcony so can't complain that even though i'm 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 worried just say for the, for the avalanche <laughs> to say the least yeah uh it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one tomorrow yeah Oh, for sure. Yeah, well, definitely a lot to talk when we get to that point of the show, for sure. But I have to say, though, Grant, I love the jersey you're wearing tonight. I'm a big fan of the, of the alternates. Those ones are oh, yeah. super clean. clean. All right, Cal McCarr. I'm oh, yeah, stay, absolutely. Stay of course it's Cal McCarr. Debatably number one defenseman in the National Hockey League. Debatably. I, I, I like how you had the baby boy on, on the internet. <laughs> I talked to him before we started recording. I was like, should I wear my Jacob Slavin? So we've got like Battle of the Defensemen going on. And he was like. Oh, you should have. No, and he was like, but everybody knows Kale McCarr is better. And I gave him the stink guy. 
so it's yeah <laughs> You should have worn the slaving one. That I should have, but I'm saving it for tomorrow. My dad and I are matching, so oh. um, yeah. Hey, you know what? Hey, catfish can't go wrong with that. Then all right, no, well, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We'll go for that. But so there was a lot of games over the last week. I know we tr- last week was an issue first trying to record. We had to do it on a Friday, which was the day of a game against Buffalo. So we are going to have to review a lot of game. Where I think we're reviewing four games, previewing two because. Technically, we would do three games for this upcoming week, but since we played Colorado twice, no point in really previewing the same game that we're just going to talk about. So technically right. previewing three games, but really doing it in two because it's just easier and why waste our time doing that? Then, of right. course, we got some awesome stat stuff we're going to talk about, then do our quick you know, ad break for our amazing sponsors. Then we're going to do Forgotten Cans at the end of the episode, like always, but we do have a twist. Since we do have a couple Avalanche fans with us, we're actually going to do a little addition to our forgotten team segment but it's with a little bit more of a twist thanks to our our guest grant for that idea so we'll definitely have to we'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to show what that's like later but so going back to last friday's game because i know bailey you and cat kind of previewed it it was colorado against buffalo in carolina or i just said colorado carolina against buffalo <laughs> I, you can tell it's, i've not it's you, been a it's been a week <laughs> You can tell I've not recorded a show in about a couple weeks. I'm just still trying to figure it out myself. Being sick you get a does break. that to you. Yeah, being being sick with the flu does that to you. It zaps a lot of energy, and you're kind of like, do I really want to care right now? No. <laughs> yeah. I just want to sleep. Yeah. Just start sleeping and drinking a lot of tea and honey, just trying to be like, get better. Dang it. But, yeah. Doof. <laughs> But um, that I would have to say the a very very interesting start to that game. First period, oh, yeah. two goals each. Yeah, like, very busy first period. Very busy first period. But yeah, so I mean to kind of kick it off. I mean, super super early in the period, uh, Bryson with his first goal of the season, uh, assisted by Cousins. Twenty eight um, seconds in, like twenty eight yeah, that, seconds in. That's yeah, that's <laughs> that's definitely a brutal start. If you mm-hmm. like you, you never want to give up an early goal, especially if it's in a period, especially if it's in the first period, because now you're already playing from behind. It's kind of like not where you really want to be at that point. Yeah. And I mean, there are certain times too where that can almost light a fire under a team and just be like, oh, we get we looked scrambled or we were scrambled. We gave away that goal. Let's pick our energy up. Let's let that kind of build on our energy and get one back, which fortunately they did. Um, a little sooner, but or a little yeah. later after yeah, that. But yeah, but especially at Buffalo, also, yeah, yeah. Buffalo though, you don't want to do that. No, like, like I know, like they've been kind of up and down this year, but Buffalo has been pretty decent. Yeah, last like like end of last year, early this year, like the Buffalo is definitely one of those teams you don't really want to let them score early oh. and start seeing up tempo, especially with the way Tage Thompson's been playing this year. Skinner's been playing pretty decently, and Alex Tuck too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want to get the big boys rolling for Buffalo really early because then that could be really uh, yeah. problematic real quick. Seems it's, like that's been a lot of teams early this season, though, too. So, yeah, surprisingly enough, yeah, the, the, this NHL season is beyond weird right now. Like a lot of teams you think wouldn't be good are good, and teams you think would be a lot better aren't doing that well. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could definitely say though, if, uh, if you're a Columbus Blue Jackets fan, start hoping for Connor Bedard because their <laughs> their injury list got worse. 
Zach, Zacharinsky's out for the season now. Yeah. So that's yeah. another buy. Torn labrum. Lost. Yeah. So a lot of teams. Yeah, a lot of teams are going to be are going to be having some early troubles this year, but Columbus is definitely going to be one of them. So. Yeah. Yikes. Huh, but, but, like, but like you said, though, Sebastian Ajo did score later on the first period of the A07. His fifth of the season, Tavo gets his fourth assist, and Seth Jarvis gets his second. Ties the game at one. I mean, can't beat that. You get a C-bass goal. You're back in it. Yeah. All, all's right in the world at that <laughs> point. But then a uh, couple minutes later, Victor Olofsson gets his ninth. Surprisingly sneaky getting his ninth of the season already for Olafson. Like right, yeah. I feel like he's been a like compared to a lot of other <laughs> players on big teams who've kind of gotten their leading goals. He's been somebody that people haven't really talked about all that often. Right, because I think it was either last year or the season before he really popped off his rookie season and he mm-hmm. played really, he put his name on the map. Yeah. Last year was more of a quiet season for him, but I mean this year at the at the point of this Buffalo game last Friday, he got nine goals already. I mean, you you don't really like everyone they've talked about so far this year. You're talking like you know Matthews and McDavid. You know, you're you're kind of surprised that Olsen's got nine, and it's kind of like you don't even hear about that, Mm-mm. which is insane to think of because you're already that early into the year with nine goals. You would pretty much be kind of you know being talked about more, but of course, also helps too when like you know you got a guy like Tate Thompson getting six points in a game with a Hattie. Right, kind of takes a little bit of a, a little bit of way of the shine on one of your other guys, but I mean, yeah. Also, but... though, yeah, the, the, he's a very sneaky good player, mm-hmm. very sneaky good to keep an eye on yeah. for sure. Um, but after a Lofson goal, uh, Aho put himself on Hattie Watch, uh, yep. assisted by Natchez and Svechnikov, <coughs> um, power play goal, which our, our power play has been very uh, it's, it's hit or miss. Very, yeah, it's very anemic. It, yeah. it, it, it'll, it'll, you might get some flashes, but then it's kind of like it kind of disappears on you. And you're like, um, where'd it go? <laughs> you start to you have to start yep. playing, you have to put on the put out like a have you seen this power play unit on the side of a milk carton? Right, like, that's, like, that's how our power play unit's been this, this yep. season. We're all over the place. That got great. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, I, I got some good ones, I got some good ones, but I mean. Yeah. But yeah, so, like I said, Ajo gets this, you know, Ajo gets the six on the power play. You know, Nature's with his ninth, Svechikov with his fourth assist. I mean, can't beat that. No. So, yeah. But um, yeah, but that he, that finished it out for the first period. Um, four go four goals in that one period, and all in the all within the first like twelve forty five. Like you had, you had three goals in the first like ten minutes, basically. Like yeah. You could definitely tell goaltending might be a little bit of an issue that game. And if we remember if the final score indicates anything, goaltending was kind of an We've issue. We've got a goalie situation to talk about here in a little bit, too. So that might kind of play into it a bit. But Just a bit. Just a bit. Just a bit. <laughs> um, second period, of course, the guy who's been hot all season for the Hurricanes, but it's not Mr. Svechikov. It's Martin Nietzsche. We had a mm-hmm. Marty party with his seventh goal of the season. Ah, with his eighth, eighth assist at the 403 mark of the second period, the only goal that period, which is kind of surprising. But I mean, Martin Nietzsche, though, I don't know what got into him this offseason, but it is very awesome to see of how good he's been playing. I was skeptical last night because I know we we're going to talk about this game, but pre just fast forwarding a little bit, it's weird seeing the sat line back together, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about you breaking up Svechikov and, and Nietzsche because they've been pretty on yeah. it this year. 
So I was kind of weary last night, but like we said, we'll talk about the game. There's speculation there's... that Natchez might be broken up for upcoming games too, not to kind of jump ahead because of no. a certain player getting injured. Yeah, for sure. It's, a, it's definitely going to be interesting, but it's like at that time though, it's like you kind of want to keep the confidence line going. Mm-hmm. They've been playing really well. But absolutely, it is what it is. But yeah, like I said, Nietzsche gets the seventh of the season, makes it three two, and then the third period. I mean, you can't you can't go wrong with how this third period worked out. No, it it did get a little hairy at the very end, but yeah, luckily it kind of went our way for the third period though. Oh yeah, I mean, just a, the immediately kind of started out. I mean, it was a little far into the period, but Yasperi Cook and Yemi getting his first of the season. Which congratulations to him. He's been itching for it. Um, it like yeah, he, he has was. been on it, uh, trying and trying and trying, making those shots, and nothing was kind of bouncing his way. And finally, yeah. things kind of started working out for him in spades. But yeah, uh, Kokonami with his first, Martin Natchez with his 10th assist of the season so far, and Svechnikov with his fifth. And yep. then. Well, then, of ahead. Sebastian Ajo gets the Hattie, empty netter, 1746 in the third period, his seventh of the season, Tavos fifth assists, Seth Jarvis is third, making it 5 2. I mean, you love to see it. You know, that's another, that's already like another Hattie for the Hurricanes to start the season off. Especially Cobb yeah. got his a little a couple weeks ago. Ajo gets his in this one, makes it 5 2. It's pretty much you kind of put the, you put the nail in the coffin, game's over, you're up by three. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin did get a power play goal at the 1959 mark, which is kind of like, really, guys? Yeah, Antiranto was not happy about that one. You could definitely tell because at the end of the game, you could see Antiranto was not too pleased, Mm-mm. even though they won. And in, in, uh, you got Jacob Slavin trying to be like, yo, we won the game. It's all right. It's not that big of a deal. Right. But it's like, that kind of stings when you give up a power play goal with like a second left into the, into the game. Yeah, I mean, it it is what it is. But overall, though, I mean, great game by the team. You know, Aha with the first start, Nietzsche with the second, Andre Sveshnikov with the third. Kind of makes sense. I mean, nothing, you can't go wrong with that. No, not five, at all. Three, five three game should have been five two, but you know what? You'll take it. I yeah. Mean, power yeah play, nothing power, to complain about. No, just real quick, the power play unit went one for four. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. At least they got a goal. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. Uh, they almost went, they almost went five for five, but that last goal kind of uh, made it a four for five night for the penalty, yeah. which still isn't bad. Still yeah. is not terrible, but you kind of would love to have a five for five out of that one. But 
Yeah. It is what it is. Uh, the Hurricanes did have 20 hits compared to Buffalo's 17. Um, the Hurricanes with more blocks than Buffalo, which is kind of surprising because the Hurricanes aren't really a blocking team. Um, but they did do that. The thing is, though, three giveaways for Buffalo to Carolina's 13, and then Carolina had 10 takeaways to Buffalo's 7. Buffalo did not give away a lot of pucks. Mm-mm. Carolina gave away way too much. And something I'll kind of talk about going back to the hits, too, and this is, was something that Kat brought up when we talked on Friday, was we actually beat Buffalo not just in the game but in hits as well. And we were kind of mm-hmm. talking about how we're not a very physical team. No. And if you see us beating a team in hits, even by a smaller margin, almost kind of indicates that the Hurricanes aren't exactly playing their game. So it's, no. I, I, I almost kind of wonder, it, it makes you kind of want to look back at the feed and kind of be like, okay, what was it that made this game stand out physically versus other games that kind of gave us an advantage and we weren't getting scrummy or anything like that? So. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely something to keep an eye on because I think if you like you were saying if the Hurricanes hit more than the other team, then it's kind of like are they actually playing their game or are they playing more of a physical style because what the other team is doing, mm-hmm. kind of like not focusing on what they're they playing are. a reactive game more than a proactive game like they're normally used to playing. Exactly because if you actually look at a, if you look at a proactive Hurricanes game, you see that they're getting out hit, but they're out shooting the other team by like a good margin, mm-hmm. and you know in like. A lot, like I said, a lot of takeaways for the Hurricanes. Thirteen, mm-hmm. like they more than tripled what Buffalo did, and that's kind of like, yeah, they won five three, but that's also kind of like a glaring thing you have to look at in terms of they gave away too many pucks while they did take away more. Um, that's still way too many giveaways. You don't yeah. want to, you don't want to give up almost triple to the other team because luckily, like I said, luckily they did win five three, but that's still that's still tough. Yeah, that's still that's still a tough look because because if you do it against a team like let's say Toronto or Colorado or someone with a high powered offense that could make you pay for it, um, then yeah, you'll run into problems. Like I said, Buffalo is a good team, but I don't think that they have the necessary. They have some guys that can that can make you pay, but I think there's a lot of other teams in this league that could make you pay a lot worse. Yeah, like I said, Colorado can do it to you. Vegas can do it to you. Toronto, if, you, if if they're on it that certain night, they can do it to you too. So there's a lot of teams in this league that will make you pay. Yeah, if you if you give up that many pucks, yep. and don't and don't play your style of game. If you start playing the other team style of game, you're you're asking yeah. for some trouble. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, uh, Joe, I know you probably didn't catch this game, but like, do you have any thoughts? Just like over the preview, like anything kind of like stood out to you just from that Buffalo game. Uh-huh. So actually, I, I was able to watch the Buffalo game okay. uh, earlier this week, and I, uh, I think I was actually on either it was Bailey hosting a space or Cat hosting a space. I can't remember which, or it might have even been you, Zach. I don't, I don't know. Um, no, but because that was the day not. that we kind of had to. It was, me and Cat recorded. I, out. <laughs> yeah, we had oh, to sub Cat okay. in. Okay. So yeah, describe. Um, I think it was a space Zach, that I hosted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Healthy okay. scratch. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, Buffalo's a, a damn good team. I'm just yeah. gonna say that, like through yeah. and through. I think that could be like maybe a like a a preview of like a maybe like an early round playoff match or something. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, for sure. But with I, I just really like to see um, uh, KK's goal. It 
was something that I think he needed as far as it was really greasy. Mm -hmm. And I love those greasy goals. So (laughs) yeah. Um, Yeah. You got a greasy goal for sure. I definitely, I I can almost see if if it kind of works out to where if both teams are still playing really good and somehow it does work out, you can, you can easily make this a good Eastern conference final um, between these two teams. It almost would remind you of like what happened in 06 when these two teams did face each other. Cause if you get a Buffalo Carolina like game like we had in the in the mid two thousands, you know that's gonna be electric because those teams did not like each other. Mm-mm. Especially since they brought back the Buffalo Goat head with the black and red jerseys, which by the way, those are super nice. I'm so glad they came back. if you if you bust those out for a playoff series against Carolina, ooh. Oh man. Was Hasek in goal for them at that time, or did he already left for the Red Wings on Buffalo? Was he there in um, 506? I still, I still think he was there. I think he was. I think it was after. I think that was when it was the 0809 Red Wings. I think he kind of went over there. Oh, okay. so I, I still think because I know Danny Briere was still with Buffalo at the time too. Because Buffalo but, made it to the Stanley Cup before then against the uh, against the Star or the North Stars was, as they were called, right? Or with no, Mike no, Mano? no. Buffalo, no. Buffalo played Dallas when it was the '99 Cup. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was that was Brett Hall's uh, skate in the crease, which should not have been a goal. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was that was '99. Yeah, for sure. So that was that was before 0506. But yeah, I think I think Hoshik still was a, was with Buffalo mm-hmm. um, at at the 06 Cup. Or well, the playoffs at least. Yeah, but but like you're saying, JJ. Yeah, it's like Buffalo. Like I said, Buffalo is a good team that could make you pay for it too. <coughs> like I said, just like other teams as well. But it's like it all depends on how their defense is playing and how their goaltending is. Because right now, I still think their goaltending is still kind of it's good, yeah. but it's not. I I feel like they need to go and get a, a goal, an actual goalie. Because Craig Anderson right. is only going to take you so far. And Eric Comrie is good. But are those the two guys that are going to take you to a deep playoff run? And goalies can surprise oh. you. But I, it doesn't, I don't know about, I don't know about, I don't those, know about those. Yeah, I mean, like I said, yeah. like, they do have Dalian and Yokohari on defense. But it's like, it's kind of after that. It's kind of, you might it might work out for you at best. I definitely say it's their offense that's going to carry that team mm-hmm. for Buffalo for sure. Like I said, Thompson and Skinner, Olafson. And um, Tuck, thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's I love Alex Tuck. Like you gotta love the dude. He's such right. a good guy. Go in fact, he's going to Buffalo. He was ready to go from the jump since he got there. It's just that Vegas game they just played. Hoofed. <laughs> that was brutal. Jack that Eichel's was. reaction to the crowd with his goal was hilarious to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you you definitely tell uh, fans in Buffalo don't uh, they they have their feelings about Jack Eichel. Yeah. But like I said, talk about teams that will make you pay for having a, a very sloppy game. Huh. Um, when you when you especially when you out hit and give away and give away too many pucks and all that stuff. The Toronto Maple Leafs game that Sunday on national TV. Yeah. <laughs> you even tweeted out about this too. You were like, "Good to know the national curse, or the national game curse, still exists." Because we were on a national TV. We, I think we were on a national TV. I think it was. I think Buffalo was the ESPN Plus game. So it's like, mm-hmm. hey, look at that. We're yeah. on TV. We're someone on national, but we're but we won because I think that's when um, Bouchergras and those guys were in town. I blame I blame it being a national game for that one second goal that Darlene got. So yeah. <laughs> But yeah, a national TV game against against the Maple Leafs. You were this one, 
and this is what hurts. The Hurricanes were actually they had a they had a break the night before mm-hmm. on that Saturday. Montreal Toronto was going into that game on Sunday on a second half of a back to back, which they won the night before, which is surprisingly enough. Because right. you, yeah, you, they... watch, you watch Steve Dangle's videos, he was surprised that they won both of these games. <laughs> this yeah. Sunday game was brutal. Yeah, I mean, I will say the one win that we got out of it, even if though we didn't come away with one, is we kept uh, both Marner and Matthews at zero shots for the entire game. So. Yes, definitely the zero shots. Marner did get an assist, though. And oh, 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 no, wait, yeah. Cool. Yeah, he Matthew, did have a point, but no shots. Matthew, <laughs> Matthews also had an assist, too. Oh. But, yeah, no no shots. Uh, the only consolation from this game was Steve Noison. Yep. Uh, power play goal. So, there we go. The power play, you know, two for two in two games. Gotta love it. Uh, 8-11 of the first period. Andre Sveshnikov with six assists of the season. Brent Burns with a sneaky seven. Seven mm-hmm. assists for Brent Burns. And uh, I think we can pretty much stop talking about the rest of this game because <laughs> nothing else really happened. I mean, you know, it was a, it was a quiet game. Yeah. No, uh, Cal Yarncrook, third of the year. Uh, Peter Engvall and Justin Hall with their first assist of the game tied it up at eighteen thirty in the second period. So only pretty goal late. of the second period. <laughs> yeah, pretty late. Only goal of the period. Uh, and then that third period. That third period got ugly. Yeah. Quick. Real, See. Real. The 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 second goal for the Maple Leafs was kind of a love hate relationship for me because I have John Tavares on my fantasy team and I even tweeted this out too. I was like watching the game, <laughs> like it, it was a constant push and pull. Like I was disappointed that he scored, but also at the same time it was like thank you for the fantasy points. Yeah, cool. uh, John, John Tavares <laughs> twenty four in the third period made a two hundred for Toronto. His eighth of the season, Mitch Marner with his twelfth assist, and uh, Nick Ro- or Nate Robertson with his third, and then uh, William Nylander for his fifth of the season with an awesome Matthews seventh assist at sixteen twenty five in the third period. Made I honestly thought I honestly thought Willie Nylander fell off the face of the earth for a little bit. No, he played really well for Toronto last year. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's yeah, just, they, have seems... so, they have so many. Yeah. What do you think? When you talk about the Maple Leafs, who do they talk about? Martin? They're talking about Austin Matthews, Matthews, but that's exactly why I was like, I, I haven't heard his name in forever. And I so felt I, like he, he's been really overshadowed by those great players. And I was like, where the hell is Willie Nylander? Great regular <laughs> season players. Let, let's be fair. Great regular season players. It's all about what yeah. you do in the playoffs. <laughs> so, ask, ask our resident reigning uh, Stanley Cup fans here about what, what matters more, playoffs or regular season? Yeah. <laughs> I, I prefer really not to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Can't, can't be calling out one team going on the first round when you go out in the second round, like when the Avalanche went on the second round for three years straight. We called that. At least you could say you know what the second round looks like. So I mean, I, 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 I guess. Yeah, hey, hey. I guess the, the the one thing that I'll say about it is that you need to have execution to get yourself through the regular season, mm-hmm. night in and night out. Yeah, in the playoffs, that ratchets up to. A combination of execution and just you have to have an insane talent tree as well. Um, yeah, because everyone's executing in the playoffs. So, and a, and a lot of and a lot of puck luck too. If uh, yeah, <laughs> you just gotta make you just gotta make sure the refs don't call you for kicking a puck in. <laughs> <Calgary>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Man, speaking uh, of Calgary, they have been on a five, six game losing streak now. Yeah, they, um, they've yeah. they've they've it's, not it's, done well. It's been it's been a little brutal for Calgary. I I thought Anaheim would do a lot better, but oof. Yeah, yeah. It's... A, a lot a lot of teams are surprisingly not doing good as you thought they would. But I mean, it's. It's still early. You never know. Teams can finally figure it out at some point. But I mean, talk about teams that's not doing well. I'm pretty sure Ottawa cannot figure out what the heck's going on over there. I mean, I've just been seeing so many Ottawa Senators <laughs> fans just like with like the mat or brown bags over their heads. Oh, they're yeah. just like they're just mm-hmm. like I I don't know what they want from our team anymore. I yeah. mean, they went yeah. out and got Giroux to bring it, and you know they still yeah. have Kachuk and Batherson and. Uh, yeah, like they have a, they have suits line of a whole, but they have a team over there. It's just their goaltending is. Did they not pick up who picked up Talbot at the during the summer? Was that Ottawa? No, no, Joe, no, JJ, like actual yeah. hockey, not fantasy. Yeah, that that was that was. Yeah, he went to Ottawa. Yeah, but he Ugh. was also injured. So yeah, so yeah, so he's been working his much, way back. So. Yeah. But uh, going back to this Maple Leafs game real quick, Tavares with the first star, Nelson with the second star, Eric Colgren with the third star, and that was the Maple Leafs goalie. I mean, when you stop 29 to 30, yeah, kind of makes sense. Yeah. Kind of makes sense, yeah. Welcome to the, this. And this stat right here will tell you this is the epitome of Hurricanes hockey. It wasn't double. But they did outshoot Toronto thirty to twenty one and still only got one goal. While Toronto went three yeah. for twenty one. Um, it's that quali- quantity versus quality game we always talk about in Twitter spaces, and I think we talked yeah. about it on last Friday. Like it's not so- a, a crazy part is too not a lot of power, not a lot of penalties in this game. Mm-mm. Three total, Mm-mm. surprisingly enough. Yeah, but yeah, like you said. Quality over quantity, man. It's just like you can take all the shots that you want. And I mean, Wayne Gretzky said it best. You missed a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, but at the same time too, you can't just shoot it at the goalie's chest every single time. Cause that's the habit that we get into that makes goalies look like freaking Vesna candidates. That's yeah. What the Avs got into a couple years back too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. You got, yeah. You guys are like shooting the lights out, but you couldn't put a pocket in that. Mm-hmm. That's. Kind of where we sit during a lot of games, especially recently. Now, remember, remember I talked about last game where you say we were talking about hits? Mm-hmm. Hurricanes, 25 to 17 in hits. Yep. Toronto, 14 blocks. The Carolinas, nine giveaways. Toronto only had six giveaways. Carolina had 10. But takeaways, Carolina had 13 to Toronto's two. Mm-hmm. So Carolina took a lot of pucks away, but they also gave away a lot too in the process. But once again, out hitting a team. Yep. You you don't want to hit Toronto. Toronto, like Toronto's not a hitting team, but the last thing you want to do is try to go out hit Toronto. Yeah. Because they like what did I say? Good teams will make you pay. Now we do clown Toronto a lot, but they still got dudes who can score goals. Austin Matthews is 60. You don't want to do that. And guess what Toronto did? They made them pay. Yeah. And that was brutal. You know, another team that'll make you pay in hits. A team we're coming up coming up to talk about again or talk about next. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you mean for our first night of a back-to-back and it had to be against freaking Florida, which is a game I don't really want to talk about, but yep. kind of have to. Yeah, um, 
<laughs> I think this, I think it was our first shutout of the season. I think this is the first game where we didn't score a goal. Mm-mm. Yep. And yep. Uh, it had to be against the Panthers. And it had to be against the Panthers. And a will we have a hurricane? Or will we not have a hurricane? Because right now, the hurricane. Well, tropical storm Nicole is kind of yeah. taking care of everything else, right? But not as bad <laughs> as the last one. But uh yeah, Nick Cousins first of the season. Brandon Montworth is ninth assist of the year. That's Brandon Montworth being sneaky this year. Mm-hmm. Sam Bennett with his fifth assist is at nine twenty one in the first period. Florida goes up one nothing. No goals in the second. <laughs> Andre Barkov with his third of the year. Connor Verhage with his sixth assist, and Brandon Montour with his tenth assist on a power play goal, making it two nothing Florida at ten twenty in the third period. And then Sam Bennett empty netter makes it three nothing in nineteen fifty four with a. Antoine Lundell, eighth assist. Quiet, quiet season for Lundell, former Dallas star. Um, if everyone remembers his flopping against St. Louis a couple of years back in the cup in the uh, in the playoffs, and then Brandon Montour was, was his third assist of the game. Another secondary for his eleventh of the year. Three stars of the game. Spencer Knight. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a Take care of your property with equipment you can count on, like the Kubota BX and L01 Series Compact Tractors, part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup, rated number one for reliability, and Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles, where durability meets speed. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit GoKubota.com for a dealer near you. 40 for 40 in saves. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Alexander Barkov, Alexander Barkov with the second star. Nick Cousins with the third. I do this day. How does Brandon Montour not get a star in this game? The dude at three apples. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't get a star in this game. I mean, the at least give him the third. At <laughs> least give him that third star. Um, I get yeah. the Barkov, the Barkov second star, given that he had a heck of a power play goal. Um, yeah, Grant but... actually watched more of this game than I did too. What it, what were your kind of thoughts about what you saw? Honestly, that that game was interesting to me because it's. Uh, I think one thing Colorado Avalanche fans really look at is the power play. Uh, especially for us with our heading guns. And when I watched the power play for the Hurricanes, it didn't look it didn't look like terrible. It just looked off. It just looked off in weird ways. I mean, it just seemed like sometimes the chemistry on the ice just was not what it was. Um, or what it should be. What it should be, too. But uh, just, I mean, you're going to have those games. You're going to get shut out by teams. I mean, heck, the Avalanche got shut out by New Jersey in a one to zero game, but um, you know it, it, it's going to happen. It oh, almost yeah. kind of looked like a scramble fest to me once I started like actually getting able to watch the game. Like it didn't seem organized. Um, it, it just it, like it looked like an off night on crack. 
Freddie Haynes. Yeah, I mean, you look at the shots, like 40 to 37, Carolina is out shooting like crazy. The win in the face-offs. Power play unit was 0 for 3. Florida was 1 for 4. Like what Grant said, it's like I just feel like the power play unit was so good in the preseason, and then kind of when they hit the regular season, it just went right back to the usual, like a lot of standing around, not a lot. Of, like we saw a lot of movement on the power play units in the preseason. Now it's kind of like we're back to trying to look for the looking for the beautiful pass and trying to get that one shot off. And it's like yep. it's not where you watch other teams' power play units, you see a lot of movement. You see a lot of like not like off puck movement too. It's not guys just standing around trying to find a perfect pass. Like they actually right. move around. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's no movement with this team. Yeah. It's a lot of, oh, well, I might move a couple feet and see what happens. Like, no. Yeah. We actually have to move around because it's easy for a team to just sit in a box and just take away passing lanes. Mm-hmm. Then you got to do a lot of perimeter shots and you're not going to get a lot of those, you know, down low in the slots or you might get like a, like a, a, like a nice cross crease. It's just yeah. when you're standing around, you're not going to do a whole lot. Standing around, passing around. I mean, it's easy. It's easy to rotate a box, but we just we have to learn how to break that diamond um, and be able to create those passing lanes and easy opportunities for guys who know how to shoot the puck. Yeah, like right. I, I feel like our power play is not very re- representative of how we can play as a team, and it's it, it's hard as fans to be able to sit there. It, like we can yell "shoot" at the TV all we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, I mean, you, that's you, not you, the only problem that we have. You, know, you look at the you look at the preseason. Wow, like our power play units on fire, and then we then we're right. like, all right, all right. Well, we hit our quota for the season. Preseason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and the thing is, like the Florida game, t- Florida twenty six to twenty four in hits. That was Florida. That wasn't the Hurricanes this time. But unfortunately, you know, Florida had sixteen blocks against the Hurricanes eight. Hurricanes gave away five pucks to Florida's eight, but then takeaways. Florida nine, Carolina eight. And then you look at the shots per goal per period. I mean, Florida led in two of the three periods, 12, 11 in the first, 13, second in the, in the 13 to 11 in the second. And the third period was Carolina 18 to 12. Yeah. But it's just like, that's honestly, that's just a rough game or a rough game. Like Spencer Knight played out of his mind. Like on uh, paper, isn't that like, their third string goalie? No, that's their, no, that's their backup. Is that their backup? Okay. That's the, yeah. Cause it's, okay. it's Bobrovsky. Then it's Knight, and then it's Alex Lyon, who's, ah. in, Charlotte, who's in Charlotte right now. Then one okay. of their other guys, I forget what his name is. Um, but yeah, no, Spencer Knight's their backup, and then Alex Lyon is their third. Okay. But, but I mean, honestly, though, it's like you look at the you look at it on paper, like man, the Hurricanes are out shooting floor. They should've been all over them. They should've scored. It's just unfortunately, it was one of those games where it, they did what they could, but it was also kind of like. It was also a very lackluster game. It was like one of those games where it was like you look like they're doing stuff. It wasn't boring same- it, it, by any means. It was just a very hard to watch game, and it, even for me who only got to see like half of it. Yeah, the problem oh. for me, the problem for me is this: my usual ways of watching is kind of tough now to do. Mm-hmm. So now I have to watch. I have to watch everything on ESPN Plus the next day. So mm-hmm. I'm like a day behind on all these games. So I'm basically living through highlights, or I'm listening on the radio. Well, radio. Still technically the TV feed because you got to get rid of Chuck Caton. So I'm getting a lot of my stuff through the radio or, or through live or through the updates through Walt and the team mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of tough trying to figure out what's going on. And it's kind of like having to go back and watch highlights. Yep. <laughs> to basically stay up to date with the team this year because 
we still live with blackouts in 2022, which mm-hmm. is still an absolute joke. But oh, that's I hate a, it. That's, that's a discussion for another time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to preview our last game, then do some stat stuff real quick, then we'll go into our, our break. But this game from last night, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Another so, game I only got to watch half of, but the half I got to watch was mwah. Yeah, like definitely, it was definitely a lot more interesting. Like once again, another high-scoring game, like we like mm-hmm. we saw in Edmonton when the last time we played those guys, it was a lot closer. Mm-hmm. Um, this game, I don't know what happened. We got the touchdown. The extra point was good. I, <laughs> I mean, just absolutely walked Edmonton. Yeah, I mean. It, like I said, Edmonton is one of those teams that will make you pay, especially when you're talking about Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Zach Hyman, who is good. He is a sneaky good player, which a lot of people still sleep on him. Mm-hmm. Also, differently, they also have Ryan Nugent Hopkins, another mm-hmm. guy who's still sneaky good. Um, but Andrei Svechikov, 1940 in the first period, like one of like two or three buzzer beaters in this game. A lot of like late goals mm-hmm. for these games. Uh, he gets his ninth of the season. Uh, like I said, 1940 in the first period. Tampa Terravine with his six assists and Aha with his ninths. Mm-hmm. What an absolute wrister this was by Svetch. Just an absolute beauty of a shot. Yeah. Like you you will take that any day of the week, especially Absolutely. when he when he did it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the only like I said, that was a lot, that was the only goal of the period. Buzzer beater, kind of late. You love to see it. You'll take it with 20 seconds left in the first. Up Heck one yeah. nothing. Uh second period. Edmonton felt the burn on this one as Brent Burns. <laughs> power this, play goal. On a power play goal, third of the season, Martin Nietzsche with his 11th assist. 11th assist already this season. Tibor Teravina with his seventh at 5.50 in the second period. Honestly, what a, another great snapper by Brent. Like, or Yeah, by Brent. You love to see it. Power play goal. The, the boys are buzzing at this point. Like You're up 2 yeah. nothing on Edmonton. They're feeling good. Like I said, Martin Nietzsche is just being super quiet with his 11 assists. Oh, yeah. Like, like the dude's scoring goals, but that's a that's a good number of apples already to start this season. Absolutely. For Martin Nietzsche. And I have to say, though, these jerseys, oh, my gosh. I even looked at Greg because I'm wearing a little bit of a varied one because um, the ones yeah. they wore don't have the uh, piping up at the top. But yeah. I love these jerseys so much. And Greg yeah, doesn't I, like them. Not my favorite. I like the reverse <laughs> retros. That's an uncommon opinion, but I'll stick by it. <laughs> the reverse, yeah, the reverse retros are all right. I, I like them, but I'm not going to get one this year because just by I know how the prices are for these things. Are just the be. prices, like, and they're very lackluster to me. Yeah, I I like them, but it's kind of like I'm kind of you know like you know what I got a stadium series coming up. Definitely going to get, get one that of those. Jersey instead. At least you're not a Blackhawks fan where it's just two colors <laughs> and they're making you pay three hundred three hundred dollars for. Well, it. he is a Blackhawks fan, actually. Well, <laughs> hopefully you're not paying three hundred dollars for that. Yeah. What the jersey or the tattoo? The, the, the jersey, no, yeah, the, the reverse jersey. retro jersey. It's two colors. It's it's it looks nice, but it's just for three hundred dollars. That's a lot. No, it's 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 okay. There's other jerseys I'd rather get oh, yeah. for the Hawks. Than yeah, but it's hey, it could be it could be worse. You could go for Detroit. <laughs> hey, can I copy your homework? <laughs> <laughs> Real. Like, I'll make it different. I promise. That, I don't know what's worse, that one or their first reverse retro, which look, which looks like a practice jersey. Uh, like, yeah, Detroit just did not did not care about making their jerseys. 
Oh, they yeah. Um, Grant's looking it up right now. They were rough. Oh, they're pretty bad. Um, but, but yeah, but no, these jerseys, like I said, I got my. Hopefully by the Avalanche game next week, the second one, my Rod Brandamore should be there, which I'm going to have to figure out how to get that. I might have to pay for the shipping because miscommunication, I thought I'd be ready for opening night, not so much. But then I have my blank one that I got for when I was there for the home opener. I have to send that to the store and see if I can get that with Cam Ward on the back. Yep. Because why You not? have to. You have yeah. to. <laughs> but the one that is coming is going to be a Rod Brandamore one. So With the apostrophe. With the apostrophe and the C on the front, so I mean, it's the, the White Wealth Cannon jerseys will be acquired. It will be acquired. But like I said, these jerseys though, they are so nice. Mm-hmm. Like I heard a lot of people say that like, these should be the new permanents. I would love that. I don't know if the Canes are going to do that though. No. I don't know because I don't know if they're going to do that for next year. Because this year, the, bl- the 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 black jerseys are the new homes for this year. Because mm-hmm. you know they had to do something special for the twenty fifth. They they wanted. It, I'm hoping they bring these back full time, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. No, um, Grant really likes the black. I love the black jerseys. I love well, the black are. color scheme. I love I love the lightning black jerseys. I love the hurricanes black jersey. The black jerseys just look really good to me. Oh yeah. On, yeah. A, on a lot of teams too. Yeah. I, I I'm there's a good feeling that the, that the black jerseys might be the new primaries for a while now because I think everyone just keeps talking about how much how nice these are. Mm-hmm. I could see it. I'm curious to see if they're going to keep the 25th anniversaries I, as as the new alternate. I, I would be very surprised. That would be great if they did. Oh, but, yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing there. I just but I, I, it is a 25th anniversary special, I think. Yeah, they're they're going to they're going to bring out they're going to bring something out for next year or just going or they're going to bring the old red ones back from this past season. Yeah. Just to be like, "Hey, we brought it back because yep. the 25th was the 25th." But there we go. Yeah. Uh, but like I said earlier, Zach Kyman, sneaky guy. He got one. His power play goal off a, off a deflect shot. Uh, assisted by Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. The three-headed monster that is, that is Edmonton. Uh, Hyman for his seventh of the year. Dreisaitl with his 18th assist. McDavid. <laughs> Connor McDavid with his 16th assist. It's just it is absolutely stupid. At this point of the season, these guys have already near 20. Just mm-hmm. in assists. Not just goals. Yeah. Assists already. Yeah. Absolutely stupid. Oh, like, it's crazy. I love it. But uh, I love it for them. I mean, it, it's really cool to kind of see <laughs> players prosper like that. And this is, it, it, like, I, it, it's just, it's crazy cool. Yeah. It, as somebody from the opposing team. Like, I, it props to them. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely wild. Um, but that wasn't those were the only that were the only two goals of this period. We actually have a couple more, a lot of goals in the second period. Uh Andres Feshikov with his second of the night, tenth of the season. Martin Nietzsche's with his twelfth twelfth assist, made it three one at ten twenty-four in the second period. Another wrist sh- shot by Svech. Like I said, these two together have to stay together. Like I know they were they were split up during this game. But those two have to stay together. Mm-hmm. They work so well. This was a nice little rocket from Spetch, too, on a wrist. Oh, oh, my gosh. Fantastic. Great placement, great awareness. Oh, absolutely um, fantastic. Yeah. We'd love to see it. And then around at the period with the second left, with the second left right at the horn, making it 4 1. Oh, yeah. The captain himself, Jordan Stahl, for his second of the season, assisted by Jordan Martinuk for his third assist of the year and Jacob Slavin's third of the year. Nice little Ooh. backhand through the five hole. 
giving yeah. the referees a little bit more work to do. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, no, like we, nice. we, we, we had some buzzer beaters in this game. Now, <laughs> and that one, you thought 20 seconds was close. He got it within a second. Yep. There you go. Ah. And, and then, then in the third period for Edmonton's last goal of the game, but as the team said, we got Connored. Oof does. Yeah. Connor McDavid. Dangling through three of our guys. And backhanding a right off a Kochkov, too. That was uh that was brutal. Moving yeah, seven, on. Seven points. <laughs> I do have to say though, we do have, we do have to say Piotr, that poke check save against oh that my on God. that breakaway. First Did of you all, see that? Yeah, it was all it was all over Instagram and all over Twitter. Yes. Could not yeah. you could not go on any <laughs> NHL social media without seeing that pop up on your feed? Oh, it was, even Svechnikov talked about it uh, after yeah. the game too. Which I don't know if you saw, but Ko- or Kochetkov actually rode home with Svech after yeah. the game. Yeah. So love the little bro bromance that they've got. But well, yeah, well I mean, yeah. I mean, Svech is also the only other. I think he's the only right. Russian on the team. Yeah. And Piotr, his English is still isn't that great, so mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense. Like, hey, can I just bump up my right? I you? also, I also learned too that he does not like the nickname that the team gave him. I'm not surprised. The K, the I'm not going to say it. I'm not saying I don't it. like saying it, but yeah, not, he doesn't. He, that. we're calling him Piotr. We're not calling him the K name. So yeah, like, <laughs> when what did I tell you when it first came out? I bet you yeah. any money when he when someone actually tells him what it is. He's not going to like it. Mm-hmm. Who called well, it? When we all when we all discussed it, we were like, "There's no way! Like, there's no way he goes for that!" Like, yeah, <laughs> and, and we were exactly right. He didn't go for it. Like, yeah. Walt Walt calls him that. Wade calls him that. I think Brock calls him that. I think pretty much everyone in the organization calls him that. And I'm like, no. Yeah, I guess he's he not, talked about it in an interview that somebody um, <laughs> that yeah. somebody ended up translating where he said he didn't like it. So yeah, yeah. surprised. Yeah, <laughs> I liked Bailey's nickname for him, Piotr the Great. Would stick Piotr with that. the Great. Zach I, actually came up with that. That wasn't me. Zach, that wasn't was, me. Was, was, was was Don't give story. me that much credit. <laughs> Talk about stealing your other your friend's homework. Jeez. <laughs> stealing the nickname that the guy actually gave him from the from the rip. Yeah. No, we. I will say we kind of collaborated on it a little bit because we came up with that on my debut episode. Yes. So gotcha. The debut, yeah, which is still number one of all. Wait. No, no, not not co-host debut, but like debut. Oh, debut debut of the actual podcast. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that one isn't first. You as the as the host debut was still number one, which is the only sixty plus downloaded episode of the show. So thank you guys. <laughs> but yes, but what an absolute great save that Piotr. Like yeah. talk about aggressive. Yeah, and it, it's something too. I mean, that kind of it, I've ta- I've seen a few people who don't like giving Piotr the height that a lot of people around the league do. Um or yeah, around the our organization organization <laughs> does. But at the same time, too, you can't discredit the amount of awareness that can come out of that guy and the amount of confidence that oozes out of him when he can play on his game. Because we even we we talked about it a little bit too, where Piotr wasn't having he's not having his greatest season in down in the AHL. Well, you also gotta give him the fact too, like they blew up almost that entire team as well. Yeah, you're not talking about. You're not talking about a Wolves team that is a wagon like they were last year. Right. Like, but... They still got Drury. They still got some guys, but it's like they lost, you know, um, 
Petrolsky and pretty much a good number of those guys. Plus, Jalen Chaffield is with the team in Carolina mm-hmm. now, too. So it's like... With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. You like, yeah, you do a Ponomarev and all those other guys down there, but it's like it's not the same team. Yeah, as it no. was. So know. all, yeah, and I, I absolutely give him that. But it's just I like to see him come up to the Hurricanes and show the hell up the way that he did. Well, play, <laughs> plus, let's be honest too. Like he hasn't even been in the states a full season. Yeah, like, he's not been in North America that long. Like when we got into the playoffs, I think he was here for like a month and a half total. Yeah. So you're talking what that was about what May and mm-hmm. we're now in November. So you're still like, you're not even a full, what, maybe half a year, maybe a little North, over half a year. Yeah. In North America. Like that's a lot for a guy. And people are like, you know, saying like, Oh, he might do all right. You know, we'll see how he does, you know, blah, 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 and all that stuff. And some people are like, oh, well, he'll be a great replacement for Freddie next year. I'm like, pump the brakes. Yeah. Time out. Time out. out like, here, bud. Like, Fre- yeah, Freddie, Freddie has given up some couple of easy goals this year. But, I mean, it's like, guys, yeah. the team is still winning. They're still doing really good in the division. We'll we'll get to all that stuff a little bit later on. I have some, I've seen a lot of stuff on Kane's Twitter that we do need to talk about because it's getting a little much right now. Because even yeah. Walt Ruff has said, thank you for the positivity. Yeah. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, so McDavid scored, made it 4-2. We're like, oh We broke our streak. This this could be a problem. Uh, not so much. Uh, luckily, a 14-27 on a batted shot, as they call Jordan it. Jordan Martinuk. <laughs> Third of the season. Brady Shea's fifth assist. Jesper Foss's second. Like some people, someone said, could he get the primary assist and the goal on the same one? Because let's talk about this for a second too, and how underrated this goal is. If any other big name player had made this goal, people would not be able to stop talking about it. Yeah. But the fact that it's Jordan Martinuk, no, it, like it, it's this goal is not getting the hype that it deserves. Like the no. oh my outside, god, outside of Kane's Twitter, it's not not a whole no. lot for sure. Like what? Trevor Zegers scores that, and the NHL well, won't shut up. Well, to be fair, Trevor Zegers did did score a lacrosse goal, which was taken back though, surprisingly mm-hmm. enough. Which is kind yeah. of like people what? can talk about that. <laughs> I mean, it is Trevor Zegers. Yeah. So, I mean, as his birthday twin, I can kind of understand that. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's just. You feeling the connection there, Zach? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> okay. I, I told I told Ben if I had enough money, I would definitely get the this reverse retro this year's edition of it because it's kind of close to with the stripes and everything i would get a the trevor zegers yeah. yeah yeah oh, I, 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 I would i would get a trevor zegers one of, of this year's reverse retro because those are kind of clean mm-hmm. so oh yeah but i would i would do that um boston was up there but not so much anymore because <laughs> that whole situation was 
We're not going to talk about that. No. We're not going to talk about it. But so Andrei Svechikov with his 11th of the season, which was also his hat trick goal, second hat trick. And let the let, I mean, I'm sure you'll get into this for stats, but mm-hmm. both of his hat tricks of the yep. season right now against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, well, here's another stat for you. That was his 100th of the seat of his career yeah. too. Yeah, we're talking about second Hattie. He got his first regular season hat. He gets Edmonton 21 days ago. Gets his second one last night and gets his 100th goal in the process. Yeah. So, I mean, you want to talk about this one? Really this nice one goal. actually counted for something. This one actually counted for something. <laughs> yeah, it did. 15 49 in the third makes it 6 2. This game is already way out of hand. It was already out of hand with 5 2. Making it 6 2 was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Then Jesper Foss with a slapper at 17 42 in the third makes I can't it believe that went in. Put it in the right spot, man. <laughs> put it in the right spot. You're good to go. Um, yeah. Andre Svechikov with the first star. I mean, is anyone really shocked? Mm-mm. No? Okay, cool. No. <laughs> uh, Jordan Martin up with the second star? I give it to him. Okay. Give it to him. Yeah. Pierre Kachekov with the third star. I mean, when you, when you stop 20 of 22, yeah. Yeah. You can give it to him. You can give it to him. Absolutely. Uh, shots on goal. 32 to 22 for the Hurricanes. This, this will it. take. This will take. <laughs> uh, power play one for four. Pillar kill you was one for two. I mean, you, you do what you can. Uh, hits. Edmonton 21 to Carolina's 12. This makes sense. Scoreboard. There you go. <laughs> Blocks, though. Edmonton was 17. Carolina had five. Um, but Carolina did have eight takeaways compared to Edmonton's four. And they did tie it four on giveaways each. Yep. So that, that does really say something. I mean, shots on goal. I mean, Edmonton did have eight in the second compared to Carolina's six, but four, but 14-8 and then six, then 12-6 to six in the third. I mean, heck, if you're, if you're holding Edmonton to 22 shots on goal and you only give up two goals in that game and one of them was the Connor McDavid, I think we did a pretty good job on defense. Yeah. Very, yeah. very underrated in terms of just talking, be able to talk about that. Like and somebody that. will have to correct me too, because this is it, like we we mentioned it when we were kind of talking about his goal, um, Connor McDavid. I'm interested to know if Jacob Slavin was on the ice during that goal. I don't know. Yeah, somebody will have to get back to me on that because if he was, I well, you should I mean, ask. You should ask. Cattle no, cattle no. But Cattle-no. I, Cattle-no. I don't remember. And if he wasn't, then he's in Connor Jacob Slavin's still kind of on his streak. But the fact that this yeah. is the first goal Connor McDavid has had on us in a while was yeah. a little disheartening. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So from four days ago, I, I, I think this will. I don't know. This is not from this win. I think this is from the Buffalo win. Uh, Rod Brandmore, 182 wins, fifth most wins through 30 games coach in NHL history. Mm-hmm. So congrats to Rod congrats on that. Congrats to Rod. Which he's now at 183. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> Andre Svechikov, because of his hat trick, did get career goal number 100. That's mm-hmm. how you get it done. For 100, 100 career goals, you get a hat. Hell yeah. You love to see it. And that's the second Hattie in three weeks, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually saw the, there was like a list of like the, the Hurricanes did. It was like stuff that's happened between uh, hat trick goals or hat trick games. I think it was Elon Musk bought Twitter and Taylor Swift's Midnight Drop. Yep. And that was it. That's yep. how quick he did it. Mm-hmm. Only, only two major events happened. <laughs> One of them is not that great. Grant's given the stink eye. He doesn't like Taylor Swift. 
I don't like it's not that I don't like Taylor Swift. I just don't think I just don't view her as God Almighty of music. Well, hey, Kane's admin does, and that's all we need. <laughs> I mean, if you think she's great, that's great. I just, you know, I don't think she's, you know, the greatest songwriter or artist ever exists. That's for the you. Beatles. Watch it, buddy. Um, all right, so quick stats, more quick stats, are quick. Uh, Sebastian Ajo, 418 points, puts him fifth all time in the in for the Hurricanes and for the franchise. You love to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, piggybacking off that. Franchise points leaders, if you're going by the fact that now um, Ajo is fifth, he's at 418. Rod Brindamore is fourth with 473. I think Sebastian might catch Rod this season. Yeah. Because he's only about, what, 50, about 55 behind. So I think it's doable. I think it's doable he might catch him with 55 more points this year. Yep. Um, Kevin Deneen with 544. He's not going to catch Kevin Deneen, though. That's next season. Next season, he might do it. Um, Eric Stahl, 775. That's going to take a bit because it's Eric Stahl. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, by the way, the Florida game. Congrats to Eric Stahl. That was 1,300 games for him that game yeah. when we played Florida. So yep. there you go. And that was a game where we played Jart. We played against Mark. Battle of the Stalls. Mark, yeah, Mark and Eric with Florida. So, But congrats to Eric Stahl. Once a cane, always a hurricane. We need to sign him to a one-day contract. Let him retire as a hurricane, but. Congrats on 1,300 games. You love to see it. Mm-hmm. And I will die on the sill. His jersey, number 12, has to be retired by the Hurricanes. I don't care who says otherwise. Eric Stahl needs to get retired along with Cam Ward. Mm-hmm. All I have to say about that. Uh, and then the points leader of, fran- of the franchise, Ron Francis, 1,175. A lot of that was with also Hartford as well. So that is a huge thing because it still counts in terms of franchise. Well, that's going to be a bit for someone to catch that number, but I think Sebastian Aho could do it. Now, if Svechnikov stays on the pace that he's on, yeah. <laughs> I just Svechnikov might be making some noise in terms of uh, doing some, making, doing some with the points for the franchise. Yeah. So I'm trying he- to look it up, too, because I thought I saw something on Twitter. It was a list of uh, the youngest players to reach their 100 NHL goal mark. Oh uh, yeah, both uh, Sebastian Ajo and Andrei Svechnikov were on that list. Uh, I think Sebastian was 21 years and 100 and something days, and I think Svechnikov's like 22 and 100 something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did yeah. see that list. I just didn't save it. I should have, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, this is the anyway. last stat we're going to talk about. Real quick, some Hurricanes PR great guys over there. By the way, they do a fantastic job. Yep. Um, if you're following at Canes PR, do it. Yeah. Because I don't know. Why no, they're, they're a not. great follow. They're one of the only. Uh, PR at least pages on Twitter for a team that's as active as they are too. Uh, Columbus is a pretty good job. Well, one of the only. Yeah. Yeah. So. The, well, I mean, I mean, the Hurricanes. I, I think it just came out recently today. That the Hurricanes were first in Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter in terms of engagement huh. over the last in the first month of the season. So yeah, Hurricanes sweeped the number, the number one spot on all social media. Nice in terms of impressions. Po- well. The Kraken put like a thousand Twitter posts this past the, in the first month, but still only got like third or fourth. Jeez, like a thousand, like a thousand tweets compared to the Hurricanes, like seven hundred something. <laughs> it still got third. Yikes! Uh, Already. Uh, so Andre Svechnikov scored his second hat trick of the season tonight, which was last night. Both came against the Edmonton Oilers as he joined Sammy Kapanen of ninety seven ninety eight. 
as the second player in franchise history to score two hat tricks against a single opponent in the same season. Now, I say Sammy Kaepernick because he did it in 97-98 in that season. Without looking this up, what team did he do it against as well? Because he 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 got a hat trick, two hat tricks in the same season against the same team. Who's the team? Oh, I feel like I used to know this, and it's I you'll I'm not winning this trivia. <laughs> Grant and JJ, you guys got a guess on who on who, uh, who Sammy Captain did it against in '97 '98? Throw out a team, just throw out any team. <laughs> I mean, I want to say Edmonton too, but I feel like that's wrong. The Avalanche, I don't know. <laughs> that would be Avalanche poetry right there. JJ, yeah. got a guess? Uh, I'll go with something obscure like Pittsburgh or something. Oh, that's not a bad shot. That's, that's not bad. Uh, Sam Kapanen, 97-98, two hat tricks against one team in the same season. Also against Edmonton. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> So he's, there we he's, go. he's the second player to hit two Hatties in the same season against the same team. And funny enough, it's both against Edmonton. So, they, huh. so basically, basically, if you're a Carolina Hurricane and you get and you get a Hattie in the season, you might get a second one against the same team. <laughs> this might be split a little bit. Yeah. All right. So before we get into our previews, we're going to take a quick second to talk about our amazing sponsors. So when we come back, we'll do some previews and our Forgotten Canes slash Forgotten of this other team. We'll be right back after a word from our amazing sponsors. Hey, what's going on, everyone? We'll get back to the reference of the episode after we talk about our amazing sponsors of the podcast. First sponsor we're going to talk about is our original OG number one sponsor, and that is Primo X Hockey. If you're looking for any hockey equipment, if you're talking indoor or outdoor, pucks, sticks, tape, apparel, anything like that, Primo X Hockey is the place to go. If you go to PrimoXHockey.com, they have an amazing sort of, of options for stick tapes, stick guards, pucks for indoor and outdoor, laces, all that type of good stuff. Definitely need to check them out. And the good thing, too, is they do ship across the United States for free. Or if you're in the Raleigh area, you can actually pick up at their warehouse, which I've been there before. It's a really great facility. It's really kind of cool how they have that place set up. So I would definitely say if you're in the area, go check them out because – why not support local, especially in the Raleigh area, with the fact that they're also amazing Caniacs as well. So if you go to PrimoXHockey.com and if you use the code SEARCHCAST at checkout, you get 20% off your order. And it helps and it lets them know that we sent you there and it help us at the podcast as well. So like I said, definitely a great group of guys. Definitely need to go check them out at PrimoXHockey.com. Use SEARCHCAST for 20% off your order and make sure to go check them out on their socials at PrimoXHockey. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. Next up, we have our amazing sponsor in Level Up Snacks, formerly Shocked Hydrate. Uh, amazing, awesome group of people and uh, company over there. Um, if you're looking for some quality snacks and drinks, uh, definitely go check them out. Uh, you can use code uh, SurgeCast for 10% off of your order. Um, amazing sponsor of the podcast. We're super lucky to be working with them. Uh, so definitely go check them out. Uh, you can go check out their socials on Twitter at Level Up Snacks. Like I said, 10% off, code SurgeCast. Go check them out. Uh, next up, we have our wonderful sponsor 
investors at In The Clutch Apparel. If you are looking for some awesome vintage sports apparel, um, I know they have uh, some Whalers merch on there. If you aren't fellow Hurricanes fans, you will definitely enjoy uh, products coming from them. Not just vintage sports and hockey, though. They have uh, baseball, football, anything your heart desires. Definitely go check them out. Um, and we also have merch on there as well. Uh, if you're looking for a hoodie for the upcoming fall winter season or just a t-shirt to come and rep the amazing surge cast, uh, go check them out. You can use code surge at checkout for 10% off there as well. And our, lastly, the sponsor is not only of the podcast, but it's more so of belly up as a whole. And that is Canada dips. If you're looking for an everyday way to try to you know wind down from a tough day or just try and get through the days that in general i would definitely say check out candidates they're a great cbd company um out of california and the good thing is it's hemp only no thc so you can just take them whenever you can they're coming in little pouches about 10 milligrams 150 milligrams per can so you got about 15 pouches of those they're really great to have. I know for me, it definitely helps with my anxiety. It helps with you know the joint pains, and like all the you know playing sports and stuff like that. I've used them a lot. I know a lot of people around Billy Up Sports have used them, and I definitely would recommend these things to anyone uh, if you're looking for a way to help you just get through your day and try to wind down and try to get some relaxation and zen into your life. A lot of great flavors. We got the palmy, which is black tea. They got the new ice cream sundae, which is really good. They got mango. They got watermelon and pina colada and a bunch of other different ones. They even got the you know, the normal classics like winter green and stuff like that. So definitely go check them out. If you go to canadipscbd.com and then slash bellyup20, then you'll, that's the link that you can go to and go on the website and order from there as well. Or if not, just go to canadipscbd.com. Then at checkout, use bellyup20 and you'll get 20% off your order. And it actually helps out the global brand of belly up sports if you go use that discount code of belly up 20 i couldn't recommend these guys enough they're great they're amazing so definitely check out candidates at candidatescbd.com or just normalcandidates.com if you're looking for more of something else past just the normal hemp cbd type stuff but definitely have to go check them out so that we can help us the podcast and also belly up as a whole so without further ado let's send it back to the rest of the episode and we are back. So we do have three games to preview, but we're technically we're only doing it in two because one of these teams we are playing next Thursday. So somehow we're playing this team twice. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Our only 
42 games all season and some other within a span of like five days of each other. Make that make sense. Right. <laughs> you can't because it's the NHL scheduling department and nothing makes sense. Just like their department of player safety where who knows what's I, going I on. I was saying I this know. earlier. NHL schedule, contact me. I just want to talk. <laughs> I just want to know what's going on. I just, I just need to know. I need to know I what's going on. I just want to talk. <laughs> So this game, the first game we're actually talking about, which is if you're listening to this, is actually tonight because we are because we did record this on a Friday. We're dropping the episode on Saturday, but it's a, a certain team that the, these fine gentlemen came to join us for in the first place. So they had to sit through the first hour of the show, kind of listen to us ramble on. <laughs> now I guess it's kind of time to talk about their team. Um, I guess they're the reigning defending cup champions. You might have I heard guess. of these guys. Kind of darn a big right, deal. baby. You might have heard of these guys. I'm not sure. Um, they are 7 4 and 1, which is worse than Carolina's 9 4 and 1. Mm. So, I mean, <laughs> take that as you will. But we got the Colorado Avalanche at Ball Arena in Colorado. And, uh, Billy. We were talking about this earlier. This is the game that you're going to tomorrow. Yeah, night. Grant and I ended up getting tickets. Thanks, Grant, for scoring them. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, no, we're super excited. Um, hopefully, hopefully, I have a, a lot better than the of, last time Carolina was in. Colorado. I was gonna say I've got a little bit of PTSD from last game. I but... well, well, the thing too is the, here's the thing though too. Um, Tampa Terra Vine didn't go on that road trip. He's not going to yeah. Colorado. He's not Colorado or Chicago. Neither is Freddie Anderson. Freddie Anderson got, got placed on the injured reserve. Which Jules, retro, which, retro, retro to the six of this month. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was going to say Jules brought up a great point with this, too. Honestly, if I'm Freddie Anderson, I'm kind of glad I'm not going on this road trip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Now it does make the question though: Is it is it going to be Ranta or is it going to be uh, Kachekov? It depends which hot goalie are you writing. Honestly, so. Kachekov the way the way they just like just absolutely walked Edmonton. Yeah, kind of go with Yoder, but it's, it's also Antirontas technically your second goalie. Now you're first. Yeah, you kind of need to get him going too. So I mean, the the thing to think about though too is not only are we coming off of a hot game. But so is Colorado. Yeah, uh, Colorado boys. Let's uh, let's let's talk about your last game real quick. Why don't you Why don't you let our fans know uh, how how your last game went? If for those who don't really watch Avalanche games, Joel, I'll leave well, it for you. Yes, for the mile we, Joel, uh, Joel James, aka JJ, Stack guy JJ, as they say <laughs> on the streets. Uh, well, it was it was kind of a the abs are kind of it, it's kind of tough right now because they've got some some big guys out right now. But mm-hmm. um, I I looked at Nashville. That was just like a get right game um, when they had a really weird schedule with the with the series over in Finland. Um, so whenever that like happens with a team, I, I feel like you you either will will come out of it playing really well or it'll be the opposite to where it'll kind of throw you off your game for a little oh, man. bit. Um, <laughs> okay. I mean, they, they looked good. I mean, LOC had a couple goals. Uh, Miko had a couple goals and then Rodriguez, who's been surprising people also scored. So that I think that was definitely a, a sneaky off season addition for the avalanche was picking up a uh, Rodriguez. Cause you're like, he, he kind of did something in Pittsburgh. Also yeah. not really. 
Evan Rodriguez for me is kind of one of those sleeper guys. Like I, when he got his first goal and I remember watching that first goal over with Grant and I was just like, he, he's got some amazing offensive awareness. Like, and, and it's a kind that a lot of people I think slipped on before kind of seeing what he could do on the ice. Well, you have to think though, see, like, remember who you learned from in, in Pittsburgh, you got Kenny Malkin. And right. <laughs> like, and you also got Jake Gens on those guys too. Like those, they got some dudes over there in Pittsburgh. Like they are an old team. But they are consistently making the playoffs. I think it was what thirteen years straight now mm-hmm. of making the playoffs. Like Pittsburgh, it's a team that just doesn't die. They will, they, it's like it's like death taxes. Pittsburgh somehow makes the playoffs, and you're kind of like, oh, <laughs> there, there you go. That's why I have them second in my Metro prediction because they are a team that don't die. They're all, they will always be there. It's still Pittsburgh. But I thought that was kind of interesting yeah. for the fact that all of a sudden you guys got a random series in Finland in the middle of the regular season because. You think right. of like because you think of like the like the regular like before the the season starts with like, that, that random overseas game for a couple of games and then everyone then everyone's back over here in North America. But they're like, yeah, let's send Colorado to Finland in the middle of the week, and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, it was a heck of a series, though. Scheduling does not matter. <laughs> Like yeah. we talked about, get, the games will get in when they get in. They've gone through the COVID season now. I think they're just like, you know what? We're just going to put games here, here, here. It, it might go. work. It might, it might work. It might work. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, talk about that uh, Finland series a little bit. Well, well, I I didn't get to watch the first game unfortunately because I was in the middle of class. But the second game, I mean, it was absolute. I don't want to say absolute domination because the Avalanche are. <laughs> The Avalanche will play great for a period. I absolutely slam the door on somebody. Like they kind of did last night. Or yeah, last night. Like they kind of did last night. You know, in the second period, they just were all over the Predators. Um, but they were they were completely on the blue jackets for a good two periods. They kind of let it go in the third a little bit, but nothing enough for Columbus to come back into the game. It's just Colorado's breathing. Not breathing too great right now with some players out. Yeah. Miko Rantanen with a hat trick in his home country. No, you love to see. There will be a Disney tale following soon. Don't you worry. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Having a value to Chuski now, I think it's kind of a little bit of a letdown for you guys, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he was on fire to start the season, and that's kind of oh, like yeah. having him out's not yeah. really helpful. Of course, you guys are still in the middle of the Gabe Landis cock. He's still out for another, what? 50 something days still I think. locked on avalanche is counting down the day it's uh, <laughs> that, that, that's, 63 days thanks locked on avalanche okay I, I, I thought i knew it was either low 60s or high 50s i know we're mm-hmm. somewhere because I, I see their stuff every day so i'm like all right so we're today something something of how long <laughs> yeah. you you know you guys are down bad for game land this cock we have a countdown list like, right, <laughs> when's our captain back yeah i mean hopefully by mid-january he should he should be back and Hey, they're talking. Hey, they're talking about Max Pacioretty being back by mid-December. So, yeah. perfect time for the Hurricanes. I'll believe it sport. when I see it. <laughs> they're saying mid-December. I'll take. I'll take mid-January at this point. I don't care. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, going off the again, kind of talked about the Finland series. Uh, last game or last night's game, Georgiev. <laughs> this guy's a problem. I'm just I'm just gonna say this right now. Seven one and one with the two sixty-six goals against average and a nine twenty-four save percentage. 
for the fact that you guys gave up basically nothing to get this guy from the, from the Rangers, you're like, the Rangers got absolutely fleeced in this deal. I'm sorry. Here's a couple. Here's a couple draft picks. Let's see how this works out. And Georgia is like, all right, let me show you what I can actually do. And it's like, oh, here's my Vesna type resume to start the season. You're kind of like, okay, <laughs> that's a, that's a that's high praise a little bit. But. Uh, I'm I mean, sorry, a two sixty seven with a seven and one. And he, like, ah. <laughs> He out he outdueled Shesterkin in in New York. So yeah, it, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like like the record. Uh, I mean, it, is... it's kind of hard too to be able to show a team what you got when you're playing second vis or second fiddle to the guy who won the Vesna. Exactly. So yeah, and, to be and, able to come to Colorado and kind of show out the way that he has. I no, I do. No, been... I do. No, to be fair. To be to fair, be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Um, the record doesn't really speak for itself in terms of Georgiev because he's is seven one and one. It's just Pavel Francouz is o three and o with a three point zero eight goals against and an eight ninety eight save percentage. So the seven four and one is kind of a misnomer if you're looking at the goalie situation. If Georgiev's in, Colorado doesn't have an issue. When Pavel Francouz is in goal. We have a different story, and this is the thing that surprised us a couple weeks back when we looked at your guys' power play unit, which at the time was last in the league. Which now, if my app is correct, which I'm, there's no way, but I could be wrong. The power play is now first. The Pelican. So no, it was we, the Pelican. Okay. Maybe kill, I had, yeah, maybe I had that backwards. Last, yeah. I had that backwards. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Pelican has gotten better. Slightly. We'll talk about the power play unit in a little bit, which is absolutely disgusting. This number is dumb in all sense of the word, but but just yeah. to, so like I said, goaltending wise, Gurgiv for you guys is fantastic. The team in front of Papa Friends so is, is like a, it's like you guys are like a Jekyll and Hyde team. Like what what is that? Like is it just playing down to the playing down to your competition? Are you guys just not comfortable in front of Francois? Like, like what is like what is that? Like, how can you guys be so good for Georgiev, but for Francois, it's just kind of like. So, what's going I don't on? Know. I'll I'll run you through the three starts that Francois had. <laughs> okay. The first start was back to back in Calgary. Calgary. That was a Okay. The, the whole team got shelled basically. Um, the New Jersey game was just tough. Like it's a one zero game. Oh, he, 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 playing, he, he, you can't you can't blame him on that one. It's a, a one nothing game. He was playing great up until he just let it. It was just a bad like. He, he honestly played well enough to get a shot out, in my opinion, and it was just a really kind of lackadaisical goal that sometimes you see Francois let in. Um. Happens, you know. You don't see the thing is you don't see a lot of one nothing games either. That's that's like that's very pre two thousand four lockout type hockey where it's like straight defense, no offense. Like hey, it's one nothing, cool, great. Well, to be fair to New Jersey, I mean, to be fair, (laughs) but to be fair to New Jersey though, I don't know what kind of uh, game plan that they had cooked up, but they. They had really stopped the Avalanche's top two lines. I mean, that was that. Was, I think that might be the first time I've ever watched the Avalanche top two lines struggle that much, unless you came up against a Rangers or a 
are lightning because I mean, with the lightning, you know, you're going to get that lockdown defense with Hedman and all of them back there. Good Lord. Can't, <laughs> don't want to. I, I have to say that New Jersey, like New Jersey is a very, they're sneaky. They're sneaky. Yeah, they're, they're sneaky. Like if you look at their offense, it's really good with a key sure and Hughes and all those guys, like their defense, like with Severson. And, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Pull out an offense. They they do have a sneaky defense. Like if their if their defense and their goaltending is on it, mm-hmm. the Devils could be like if like once that's fully clicking with the rest of their offense, I think the Devils could be a huge issue for a lot of teams. I will I will say though the problem with the Devils is if you're with how well they played the Avalanche on defense, they that game should not have been one zero Devils. I mean they they had played such great defense. They just couldn't get any offense to get rolling at all. I mean, once you get past once you get past Palat, Hughes, and uh, oh, who's the other big one up there on the, on oh, the first uh, line? Sarah, Sarah Govich is pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. once you get yeah, past Nico, them, Nico Heischer and all that too. Yeah, Nico Heischer, that was the one I was thinking of. Once you get past yeah. them, there's I mean, there's not that much, and that's really how the Avalanche have been playing to start out the season. I mean, once you get down the lines. Two really, really. Once you get down to line two, except for Nachushkin and Rodriguez, it's been a whole. Yeah, it's been a whole lot of nothing. I mean, last game Logan O'Connor had got two goals. Yeah. He got a goal in Finland yeah. too. He's really starting to kind of grow into that. But I mean, realistically, the Avalanche are just not manufacturing. I mean, they they didn't manufacture offense there. And sometimes when they prioritize offense, they lose, like they did with the Islanders in the third period, which was embarrassing. Because hey, we struggled you, against the Islanders too. No well, judgment. Well, that's, that's the interesting thing too is I've been looking at the Islanders and Devils' schedule. They're they're winning games against these cup contending teams, which is really kind of eye opening. Yeah. Yeah, because they took down. I mean, both the Islanders and Devils, I think, beat the Canes, right? Did they beat the Canes, or just the Island? Or have you played the Devils? We, yet? Don't, we, don't we haven't the played Islanders. the Devils yet. We haven't played the, the Devils the yet. But the, 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 the Islanders are a problem. They, they they went on a run where they beat the Canes in Carolina, and then they yeah. went back and and the next game they played was against the Abs, and they beat us too. Like yeah. They Dude, beat they beat some Bar- other big team too. I can't Bar- remember. It's Bar it's Bar it's, and Barzal isn't really doing it. It's like Anders Lee and a bunch of other guys. It's all the other guys. It's it's not even Matt Barzal that's becoming a problem too. It's yeah, like, like, like even with the, with the Avs, like I said, having Nutrushki now is is rough for you guys because he was on fire at a certain season, and you think like with Newhook, you think Newhook would be. You know, having a tear too. Mm-hmm. He's kind of having a struggle to start the season for his for his sophomore season. I'm hoping yeah, we don't they, see a slump out of this guy because he's supposed <laughs> to be really good from what we hear. But so they've actually they've moved Newhook to the wing now on the second line. Mm-hmm. So they have Rodriguez centering that line now, which is huh. that dual eligibility that he has. Uh, <laughs> done right. in the beginning. I don't know why they started Newhook at second two C. I don't know yeah. why they didn't just put New Hook it, on the wing. It's tough yeah. because you still have Martin Kaut on that line. Yeah. We need New back. Um, we, we, <laughs> need, we need him back. Yeah. No, <laughs> I think uh, Peter Boff, uh, I think that's how you say his name or his last name, uh, ended up tweeting something. He was like, Yeah, you could make a starting lineup with all of the players that are injured right now. And it's it, it hurts my heart for it, you guys. It, it's <laughs> not. Oh, sorry, Zach. Go ahead. 
Oh no, they said, yeah, like like what like what Bailey is saying is like you if you get you know Nishushkin back whenever you get Gabe back, like you're talking, you're adding some potent offense to an offense that's kind of like shackled right now to a lot of depth scoring that you wouldn't really think you'd be having right now, especially coming after a cup. Like you guys didn't really lose a lot of players, but yeah, you, I mean you do lose Andre Cabell, but I mean that's Abe. Well, Abe Cabell. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's <laughs> but it's like. You get you get a lot of these guys that are injured back. Colorado's offense picks up right where it locked off last season. It's just an unfortunate time to start the season, mm-hmm. where you guys so, are at right now too. It's it is it's so weird, Zach. I, I don't really know what to do as an Avalanche fan, and I'm sure Grant <laughs> will agree with me when when I start talking about this because it's like usually our power play is awful, mm-hmm. like pretty awful considering. Like the team regular season, anyways. Oh yeah, oh like yeah, I can agree. Yeah, last year regular season, <laughs> it's like what was going on with our power play, right? Five on five, we were god tier, and power play, we couldn't we couldn't get anything past. You know, it like it flip flopped this year. Um, yeah, to where you know basically our our power play is is what's carrying the team right now. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, see, yeah, we'll yeah, we'll definitely get get that here in a little sec in a second. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's just wild. It, for us, it's like power play can't do shit. Um, well, it, it's it's a hit or miss kind of thing, but our penalty kills the exact same way, which is yeah. a difference for what from what we're used to seeing. I, I gotta I gotta mark this episode down as an E because I just swore, which I don't do on the show. But <laughs> you you don't hear me you don't hear me do that very much ever, and I just no. Do. Oh gosh, I'm gonna hear yeah. about that. One. I'm gonna hear about that one for sure because I got a family that listen to this show and. I'm gonna, get, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a text about that. They one. always love to give you. They always love to give you crap later. <laughs> they always love it. The, the one slip up I do too. It's, it's like ask Bailey. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. You never hear me you, cuss on this. Yeah, he doesn't. Oh man! Up. <laughs> like I said, I have family while listening to the show. Yeah, or listen to Mile High Pundits every five seconds. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that, that's mainly Jared, you know. And Jared, oh no, you have your moments Jared, too, no. though. Don't don't I don't do try to slip too. by. <laughs> I, I, I will say I have my moments too. Um, See, if Jared was here, he'd be like, "Sir." Oh, he'll sir. be he'll be listening back to this and being like, "F y'all." <laughs> No, um, Jared actually got a text from his from his granddad saying to <laughs> dial it back a bit. So well, you guys talked about this in an episode, and I was dying laughing. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, like Tara's dad, he listens to the show, but he's a Bruins fan. But you know, he listens because you know he likes to support us. Yeah. 
I there's been some episodes accident accidentally slipping in, or like I I tell him like, hey, just so you know, I did say this. He goes, oh, I didn't even catch you hearing that saying saying that, but okay. <laughs> like I even sometimes tell myself because it's just yeah. like, hey, by the way, just so you know. But yeah, I I, 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 I want to see if he's gonna if he's gonna catch it. So I guess we'll see. <laughs> um, but players and watch real quick from the last. So this is from the last five games. We don't do the whole season because if we did, it'd be a whole different story. But so for the Hurricanes and goals, Aho with three. Uh, Aho leads the po- uh, team in four assists for seven points in the last five. And Sebastian Aho once also leads the team in plus minus with three. <laughs> so it's just Sebastian Aho all down the left side for players to watch. Now for the Avalanche, this is real interesting in the last five games. Miko Rantanen, six goals. Have have last five games, sir. Uh, Nate McKinnon, 11 assists. No one's, no one's shocked by this. Um, surprisingly in, enough. In the last. I, I, in the last five. In the last five. I don't assists. know. That's two assists in a game. That's, yeah. a, that's a phenomenal. I mean, if, if, that was McDavid, if that was McDavid, we would be seeing billboards put up. I mean, it's McKinnon. So and the mean. crazy part is, like, he leads the team in points with 11. And it's all of his assists. Like, he doesn't, have, he doesn't even have a goal. It's just all assists in the last five games. He, he's him. getting pressured so quickly by defenses. He well, has no option knows it's to him. pass. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's it, right now. It's him and Ranton. And it's scary. I hate to say it for you guys, but right now it's Ranton and McKinnon for you guys. That's really about it. Don't you forget, Kale McCarr. Offense. I'm talking. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. I'm talking about your forwards here. That's fair. Hey, don't let your panties get in a twist. Already a twist. Hey, hey, I. You know me. I respect a lot of players in this league, especially on certain teams. So don't worry, Kale McCarr is not going to be forgotten because he does lead the team in plus seven. He does lead the team in plus seven, so we're good there. Uh, goaltender comparisons we kind of talked about a little bit. Georgiev seven one and one two six six nine twenty four. Frigansos oh three and 0, 3.08, 8.98 save percentage. Goaltender for Carolina. Uh, Anti Ranta three one and one with the two thirty six goals against average and a nine fifteen save percentage. They are definitely good stats. He did have one. <laughs> there's one game that kind of got away from him. It is what it is. Every goalie has a has a game. Um, Pierre Kachekov, you know, uh, Pierre Kachekov, one and zero, two goals against average, nine oh nine save percentage. Because yeah. against Edmonton, um, we'll take it. Now, team stats wise, well, we're, gonna do, we're, we're, we're gonna do the Canes first, then we'll go to Colorado. The Hurricanes are twenty fourth on the power play, eighteen point five percent makes sense because our power play is mediocre at best. Pelikil though twentieth should be better. Um, it is what it is. It's in 76.5%. Face-off percentage, the team is third at 59 because we just have face-off specials across the board. Goals four per game, 3.14, which is 17th in the league, which is surprising. Of course, we did just get shut out by Florida, but we also did get, did get seven goals against Edmonton. So that is surprising. It's 3.14. Uh, goals allowed per game, 2.79, which is ninth in the league. So... There is that we give, we give up not a lot of goals, but we also do score a lot too. It's right ahead of you guys is absence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Avalanche now here, hmm. the power, <laughs> play unit, the power play unit, which is like Joel said, not good last year. Somehow God mode this forty point five, which is first in the league. I'm sorry, people when you're, <laughs> you're like in the upper twenties, low thirties. 
your power play units clicking. 40.5? Excuse me. Excuse me. To be honest with you, I mean, we have gotten so many power play opportunities. I can't. Yeah. Holy, I think the Columbus Blue Jackets game, that first one, there was like, there was 10 total power plays per, like, including both teams. And it was yeah. like, if you, how are you not scoring with like four, how are you not scoring with six power plays? I mean, that's ridiculous. As, as the, as the Hurricanes fan, we, we, we can easily tell we you. Can we can attest. I, I swear. Oh, oh for four, oh for five, one for six. Oh, we can, we can tell you how. If you don't <laughs> score goals, your power play is going to be bad. Six I mean, six power plays in a game. That yeah. if you do that's twelve minutes of power play. You're time. talking to uh, what was the most penalized team in hockey last season? So um, actually, that's not true. That's not true. I read a statistic that the Canes are not the highest. Did not get the most amount of penalty minutes. There was one team with a thousand penalty minutes in the National Hockey League last season. Look it up. Who was it? And. Who was it? Do you know? I don't. I don't remember. Look it up. <laughs> That's why I said look it up. You're talking to a team who had a four-minute power play, didn't score a goal, and this was recent. This was recent. I think this was against Vancouver. Four-minute power play for a double minor high sticking didn't get, didn't score a goal. So I can exactly tell you how it's possible. Mm. Who, who, who got the 1,000 penalty minutes last year? The Nashville Predators. See, and well, the Hurricanes were, weren't even in the top five. There was a stat, though, at one point. Well, I think we were because we're going off of at one point, the Hurricanes were like the worst because they had like 200 something penalty minutes more than Colorado. And Colorado was like first because you guys were the least penalized team last year. So but the Hurricanes we... had the Hurricanes had like two over 200 minutes more than you guys. Yeah, so by the end of last season, the Hurricanes were the seventh most penalized team. That's Um, That makes sense. The Avalanche were 11th. The 11th most penalized. Well, a lot of that comes from Curtis McDermott just fighting people. By the way, tell Seth Jarvis not to go on McDermott's side when (laughs) when that game goes out because he was laying some monstrous hits last night. He he is not allowed to be over there if you know what's good for Seth Jarvis. Yeah, (laughs) a God. Do not have a do not have a Eric Lindros Scott Stevens. Meeting. There. We're telling we're we're telling uh, Jordan Stahl to stay away from Kale McCarr this game too. I'm waiting for an Andre Svechikov dropping gloves with someone in this game. Oh, is, uh, I well, Landis Scog's not out there. No, Svechikov. Svechikov. No, I know, but like if, if Landis Scog oh. and Svechikov were out there, they'd probably fight. Yeah. But <laughs> we, we we got a little bulldog in LOC. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be fine with that. So, so if if we're taking bets, who's dropping gloves this game? It's McDermott. Who else would it be? Come on now. He's like the Ryan. I would love love to say Martinuk, but he hasn't really dropped the gloves. Mm -hmm. Who who even really drops the gloves for the Canes? Brent Burns. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, actually. No, I mean, the only guys I can think of are Svechikov and Jarvis, honestly. (laughs) Someone tell Jarvis not to pull toss out the club. I mean, those are the only two guys that are kind of that kind of fight people right now. If, <laughs> if we're not really enough. a fighty team. We we don't have guys that fight unless it, it's like Derek Stepan's in the game or yeah. I mean, if, maybe if, Calvin if, DeHaan. If, I 
I said Calvin Ahan, maybe. If the game gets chippy enough, McKinnon will fight someone. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. McKinnon. It, it, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I was well. Well, Tavo's not going to be there, so someone's got Martin Martin Nietzsche's. Oh my god! (laughs) Imagine someone's got to tell McKinnon to quit fighting because last season he almost broke his wrist right before the playoffs because he fought somebody on the wild. That's not not for star. A lot of star players don't fight, and that's for a reason why. Yeah, Um, but going back for Landy. Well, it's Landy. You got (laughs) one. Penalty kill, yeah, you guys are – it's it's a lot better. You guys were at 50%. Now you're at 69.8, which is 30th in the league. I'll take that number. <laughs> <laughs> nice. This is a family uh, podcast. Hey, it's not last. <laughs> uh, face-off percentage, you guys are 27th at 45.7. Uh, goals four per game, 3.67, which is fifth in the league, and then goals, uh, goals allowed, 2.83 for 10th. So pretty close, honestly. So, I mean – so let's say start guys to watch for, but I'm going to put I want to put a caveat to this. You cannot say Ranton, you cannot say McKinnon, and you cannot say Kel McCarr. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> on the Colorado Avalanche, who should Carolina Hurricanes fans keep an eye on to watch for in this game? But you cannot name those three guys because it's too dang easy for you guys to use that answer. <laughs> so who on the apps should we be paying attention for tonight when people do listen to this show? And, JJ, I'll start with you on this one. Okay. Um, so just because of kind of the game that he had against Nashville um, and kind of the stuff that he's been doing recently, the third line is back to the fourth line that was so effective in the playoffs is back together on the abs, but there actually are third line this year. So that line of Cogliano, JT Comfort, and LOC, if that line stays together, LOC is going to be making some noise on the I was going to say, okay. For people who don't know this, who is LOC? I, ju- I know who oh. you're talking about. I know who yeah. you're talking yeah. about, but just in case for uh, Hurricanes fans who don't know who that is because they don't watch a lot of abs games. Who is LOC, just for clarification? Yeah. So LOC, a young chap by the name of Logan O'Connor. <laughs> a young chap. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I, I, I love that. that that's, that's nice. So, like I said, it's just, like, I know who you're talking about, but it's just for clarification for people who don't know that, just so that way they're like, who's LOC? Logan mm-hmm. O'Connor, for those that don't know. But, yeah. I would say they're JT Comfer. Jesse, you mean Jesse's brother? <laughs> yes hey he yeah. won a stanley cup don't do him dirty like that he won a he's stanley still cup jesse's brother he's established now. <laughs> we, we can't yeah from it, it was good last year to do that but he did win a cup so we kind of gotta give Always jt his, his own little shine jesse's brother jt comfer we'll go there <laughs> he's got one more ring than a lot of t- a lot of players in okay the okay 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 but yes i think jt comfort's always been a for me he's always been that sneaky guy that could when he's on it, he's on Change it. Change the pace so. of the game, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's been like that for a long time too with the Avalanche. Like even before their Cup run last year, like even like with the last two three seasons before, 
he was that guy that he, I, I've always been on the JT conference journey. He's always been for me, one of those sneaky dudes that you don't really want to overlook. Right. All right. So JJ, so you're saying JT Comfer and uh, LOC. Logan, like Logan, yeah, yeah. Logan O'Connor. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so Logan O'Connor. Okay. So Logan O'Connor is your sneaky guy. Okay. But that line is going to perform really well. That line with, with him, Comfer and, and Cogliano. Yeah. You're right. Cogs. Yeah. 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 Cogs or the other Cogs. Well, our Dylan Coughlin has been doing a whole lot. So I can't really call him Cog. He's just Coughlin. He's got to earn the nickname. He did players underneath the bus like that, Zach. Jeez, I thought I was harsh on my team. <laughs> he he's been barely playing any minutes, and when he's on the ice, it's it's not pre. It's not what we saw in the preseason. He so exhausted us. himself during preseason, just like our power play unit. Yeah, Out, outshined too quickly. All right. All right. So, so Grant, <laughs> so Colorado Avalanche players that we need we need to watch out for. Can't say McKinnon. Can't so, say Ranson. Since I can't, can't say, say one of the best defense in the National Hockey League, Kale McCarr. Uh, no, I will. I will go Devon Taves. If you if you watch Avalanche game, I mean he he's the most impactful. I mean, uh, once you get out of the three M's, you know, and or Miko McKinnon and McCarr. I mean, Taves is such an important element to the team because he he's not the he's not you know he's not a Makar he's not a Byram where, where they're going to go forward all the time they're going to you know score these great goals or make these great plays he's just the stable defenseman that you know that he can play offensively but when you play along someone like Makar who who uh, has oftentimes to rush into the offensive zone. I think they complement each other really he, well he, in that He aspect. knows exactly. I mean, they've been playing on the same D pairing for, I think, three, four years now. They know exactly how to play with one another. But Devon Taves is, I would say, one of the best defensemen in the National Hockey League. He doesn't get it because, obviously, I mean, it's what happens when your next when your partner is one of the best. I mean, that's just... Mm-hmm. That's just how things go. I mean, so basically, what you're, so basically what you're saying is your Devin Taze is like our Jacob Slavin. Yeah. Just so good defensively, but you won't get the shine because they are not offensively minded like the, all the other names that you, yeah. that you yeah. mentioned. I mean, yeah. But yeah. Devon Taves is the, is the glue. He's on the, he's on the PK. He's on the power play. He's on, he's on, he's always out there. If there's an extra attacker with McCarth, he's always out there. Even in the overtimes, once Makar's done, I mean, you could not you could not ask for a better D partner for Makar. They better re-sign him. <laughs> you don't re-sign him, Avalanche. We're gonna be rioting in the streets. <laughs> hey. hey Bailey, I'm, think- I'm, I'm, imagine a Devin Taze and a, and a Jacob Slavin on the same team in Carolina. Won't happen. <laughs> Won't happen. <laughs> Spencer, get out of here. <laughs> No way. No just, put, way. Just, put, just put an avalanche look over, over the middle finger from JJ. Let's see what I can do. <laughs> no, nah, I, mean, I just want to get some reactions. I know it's not gonna happen. I, I'm, a, I'm a real I'm a I'm a realist. Let's it's the stuff the stuff dreams are made of. Oh my god. Like Grant's been I don't know why Grant's been talking about that so much. Well, Sidney Crosby, though, there's so many other guys I'd pick over Sidney Crosby right now. I, okay, okay, so Sidney Crosby is the guy that got him into hockey. Totally he, fair. Yeah. I mean, it's totally fair. fair. That's fair. Love, love Sidney Crosby. First, to, 
I mean, come on now. He's a he's a legend of the game. He is. Well, that's like saying like how I always wanted to see what it would look like if you know Paul Curry and Tamu Salami Salani actually played for the Avalanche before that lockout season. Just yeah. imagine how good that team would have been at the time oh. with those two there. Because that was Joe, that, correct me if I'm wrong, but was Sakic still on the team? Because they still had Tange. They still you, had... he, he you guys still had so, Sakic on the team because that was the Forsberg was gone. Forsberg was that, injured. That, that, was, that was the lockout of the 0405 season. So this yeah, this was this, Sakic... where, this, where after, this was where after Calgary beat Tampa. No, this is when Tampa beat Calgary for the 04 Cup. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to have an 0405 season. But that offseason, Solani and Korea both signed with Colorado because they were gonna go play there with that yeah. team. Imagine that team. Oh, with Sackick and Tongay, and then you had Korea Solani. They, oh, then you got Peter Forsberg on the second line. You got Peter Forsberg on the second line. Good like, luck the, running into the, that. And the thing is, like, like the like like Sol, like Solani Korea got me into hockey as a kid. I mean, obviously at that point, you know, we also had the Hurricanes and all that, and the Blackhawks. But those two guys were like, you know, prolific in what they mm-hmm. did. So, like, yeah, like, and that's why, like. like the, watching those guys is fun because I, I had a Korea white Mighty Ducks jersey, which I don't know what happened to it. I'm sad it got lost, but another jersey I need oh, to get at some man. point again because that is so so great. Mm-hmm. But imagine those two with that Avalanche team back in the 0405 season. Oh, yeah. If we didn't have a lockout, oh, gosh. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Comcast Business gives you more for your small business with our new gig speed Wi-Fi plus unlimited data. Ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires new gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. That That is the biggest what-if hockey team because that team would have been a freaking wagon that year. Oh, God. Could, could you imagine being a defenseman and having to look at Sakic, Korea, and Solani just blitzing Barreling. it down the ice. And, 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 and that's and that's not even talking about like you said, you have Forsberg and Tanya on another line. And you still have, <laughs> I still I still think you still had Adam Foote at the time too. Yep. And we still I, had yeah. I, I don't know about Rob Blake though. I don't know about Rob Blake. Blake, still, Blake went to Blake the Kings. was gone at that at that Blake, point in time. Yeah, but, yeah. but you but you still have Adam Foote. You still have all the wasn't you guys still have Patrick Watt at that point still too then or no or was, or was that Shagar? No, he retired in 03. That's why right. retired in 03. Did, yeah. didn't, you guys have, didn't you guys have Shiger at that point too? Or yeah. who Yeah, yeah. So you had Shiger, former teammates with Solani in Korea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that team would have been stupid if that season the actually happened. <laughs> yeah, that, that's like what you get on a on, on like hut, mm-hmm. or if you're like playing a fran- <laughs> or if you're playing a franchise mode and you put trade difficulty at easy. Mm-hmm. And just snag those guys, but no. But yeah. honestly, though, I mean, going back, to, <laughs> all we do with it, we do with our tangents. But going back to this game, though, I mean, we're talking like like last year, 
Both of these games were fantastic. The second one, not so much. The first game we guys least came for to, us. <laughs> the first game we guys came to Colin Carolina, that two nothing game uh, that Carolina won. That was a fun one to watch. The second one, not so much for us. Grant has a lot of thoughts about that first game. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. Um, but honestly, like I, I, I told Bailey this last year, like this could be another potential. I'm still calling. I wanted this Stanley Cup final last year. I still think it could happen this year because Calgary is falling off right now. Give me this. This will be a great. Now I went. Now I really wish these two games that were coming up had the full teams against each other because mm-hmm. then you would because then you would really know how the matchups would be because the fact there's a lot of guys who are out for both teams. I still think it's still gonna be a good game, but I don't think it could have been the potential of what it will be come this summer i still think this is a great stanley cup final preview between these two teams uh give me this of a cup final avs canes so it'd be so fantastic this relationship would be on thin ice <laughs> talk about ice it would be on thin ice i don't want it <laughs> no ba- base, basically want it. Basically, Bailey have to go live with her dad for the, for like the whole cup final just oh just just to she, give you guys a break. Bailey Bailey heard what I had to say about Edmonton about the Blues because when it's playoffs time, oh, my no, filter no. completely oh, goes. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I heard. Believe me, dude. I heard. But it's all right. Yeah, <laughs> Bailey Bailey would not be Bailey would definitely be oh, somewhere no. else. Screaming matches would happen. That's maybe what I'm maybe we watch the first game together, but after that, I'm not going anywhere new for the week. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah, what I said. Bailey Bailey have to be a catfish just for like the entire cup final if that, yeah. if that became a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like friendships will be tested between us and the mile high. Pundit. No, see, I'm okay. I, I would be okay watching a game with a guy like Joel or Jared <laughs> or Kyle. <laughs> But I can't sit with him during games. Oh my man, man! When when Perron was per, when Perron hit Kadri almost. Oh, imagine! His, imagine oh, if that was one of our players. We, we he were, would never speak to we me were again. Furious at my, at my. Oh no! I was I was about I was about I, I called David Perron a scumbag for that hit because because mm-hmm. that, that was a blindside cross check mm-hmm. like that, that whole. That was, that, that whole, whole blue thing. series was terrible. Well, well, that whole sequence of just of Kadri getting double teamed by the by uh, the Blues players and, and Perron out of nowhere, just and then, yeah. no penalty, no penalty, no penalty, no penalty. No penalty. <laughs> they threw it. They you know. literally threw him on the ice and face washed him, and they were like, no, no penalty. Yeah, even the announcers, even you had. Oh man, the pro Blues announcers in that series. Well, yeah, Kadri, that's going to happen when you take a run at Bennington. Where was the run at Bennington? There, there wasn't a run. Yeah, there was there no, wasn't. no. He got sandwiched. I, like, there's you know no. what the funniest yeah. part about that? Callie Rosen sequence. was what happened to Bennington. Yeah, Kadri didn't have anything to do with it. Yes. If you watch, actually, there's 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 the broadcast version. If you watch it, you can actually see Rosen is a good foot ahead of Kadri before mm-hmm. they crash into the crease. No, I yeah. purposefully like for purposes of like talking about it with other people. I went and found a slow mo version of it where somebody actually slowed it down and analyzed yeah. the play yeah and it's just like once you sit there and look at that how are you going to sit there and blame that on kadri because it's kadri because they can yeah well yeah. they can 
I mean, you yeah. can't. You well, can't his history. You know, he, has, he has big, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, big you history. You, you, but I, I, I understand that point because for the longest time I didn't. But there's reasons why people still dislike Tom Wilson. There's people. There's reason why people still hate. Why Brad do Marchand. you? Why do you hate Justin Falk? Yeah, exactly. Why I hate Justin <laughs> Falk? But there, but there's reasons for that though. Well, I mean, it doesn't, Justin not, Falk is very 50-50 in Carolina. Though, let's be honest. It's, it, it wasn't just one thing that Kadri's done, and it wasn't just oh, no. one thing that Tom Wilson's done or one thing that Brad Marchand's done. I mean, they've, they've, it's been multiple suspensions for oh, well, dirty J- things. J- Jacob Truba gets away with a lot of upper, like, <laughs> a lot of concussions. There's shots. a lot of people how he has not that been don't suspended, like him. Has, how he has not been suspended for 20 games is unbelievable. Yeah, it's surprising he's, a, he's a captain. Sure. He's a captain now. It sounds, so sounds, about, sounds about right for the Rangers, but – Honestly, though, this game I think would be really fun to watch. I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting. You know, Saturday night, you guys are going to be there. You know, Bailey and Grant, JJ, you're in Mississippi. But you and me will somehow catch it regardless because it is what it is. But, I mean, either way, it's going to be a fun game. Definitely a great Stanley Cup final preview, which I know Bailey does not want. No. <laughs> at all. No. I mean, I, I, I won't sit here and deny that it wouldn't be fun. Because oh, I, I think yeah. it would be fun. But just not for a... me. <laughs> it, it, it would, it would Unless be... the Canes win, and then I can sit there and rub it in his face. But I'm not. I'm not jinxing that. Knock on wood. It, it would be a great <laughs> Stanley Cup final. Um, the and I, I and since we are on the Surge Cast and not the Mile High Pundit, I will be very careful with my words here. Um, <laughs> the, it's it's so hard for an Eastern Conference team to come out of that division. It mm-hmm. is. I mean, when you still have, I mean, you still have Tampa, who just went to three back-to-back Stanley Cup Finals. You yeah. still have the Penguins, who, like you were saying, always get into the playoffs. You have the Capitals and Ovechkin. You have, you know, you got all these. Real wild card teams. I know Florida Panthers were there last year, but some. Yeah, I think their team chemistry just got lost a little bit. But well, you got I mean, the Rangers and Chesterkin and Zabinijad and Truba and Capocaco and you know it, it's so. Not saying that the Western Conference yeah. is a you know a piece of cake, but that Eastern Conference. I mean, it, it's, it's tough. a bloodbath, and whoever Ooh, comes out of it yeah. can really come out beat up, and that uh, gives the well, Western Conference a bit of an advantage. Let's let's not forget. Uh, Boston is now a problem this year. Yeah, they were a problem last year. They're nine, a bigger. They're what, a bigger nine problem. and one, ten and one now or something. Ten and one, they are ten and one, and right now I think they are. I think in terms of power rankings, they're second right now. If that tells you anything. Yeah. Yeah, Boston. Cool. Boston, like with, the, with all outside of all the controversy they just had. Um, yeah, with again Marshan yeah. back as quick as they did, and how possible they got McAvoy. McAvoy is back too. That and they and they were playing, they were playing good without McAvoy. Now he's back in the lineup. Well, he, here's the interesting thing about that Bruins team, though. They're all they like you. You were saying with the Penguins, with Malkin and Kensel and Crosby. I mean that they're getting old. It's going to be oh, they, they're they're, they're, they're going to have a reckoning real quick about the how old that team is, but. They they've caught fire here early, but I'm just wondering how they're going to be doing. I mean, if they they will most likely make the playoffs. I do think the I think the Rangers could lock up a, or not the Rangers, the Red Wings could lock up a wild card slot, or somebody could bounce them off. You know that it's yeah it's, uh, it, it, yeah anything can happen at this point. Like who knows? I mean, heck, Toronto might finally wake up and actually win a playoff series, and then 
who knows that's how gonna be but don't but don't ask them right now they think right now it's like the end of the earth for those guys yeah over there in toronto but but the Bru- the bruins it's gonna be interesting to see them in the later in the later months not necessarily playoffs time but just yeah just mar- march in general because yeah. how they're playing in like the dog days of the season basically. yeah you're talking like yeah. yeah you're talking like post all you're talking like post all-star post trade deadline where are you at in march early april are you still clicking like you are right now so yeah just that's how it is for the hurricanes too like the hurricanes are the hurricanes still have a good record have they struggled some games yes but still the hurricanes so it's just how are you because i mean you look at you're talking you're what 14 games into the season i mean at this point you have so many more to get through like we're like 60 something games left like between now and then for for what it's worth for what it's worth too i I feel like both the canes and the avalanche have kind of hit their stride the past week and like it could be really a a good it's it's it could go either way yeah i mean i mean the canes lost a close game to toronto 3-1 unfortunately they did lose the floor to three nothing but i mean they still out shooting doing what they needed to do it's just just couldn't get a puck in the net Mm -hmm. they go and come on a back uh, second half of a back-to-back and just walked edmonton yeah. yeah, anything can happen. So, real quick before uh, we go into our forgotten part of the show, because we are getting close to about two hours into the show, <laughs> it was bound it was gonna, to happen. It was bound to happen. Uh, previewing the Blackhawks game, real quick. This is going to be in Chicago. Um, right now, in terms of the Blackhawks, they are five, five, and three. Um, team, last five games, Jonathan Taze leads the team in three goals. Patrick game with two assists. Jonathan Taze with four <clears throat> points. And then um, Anthony C with a plus one. In terms of goalies, they do have Pierre Morazic at one one and one with a three twenty one goals against and an eight ninety five save percentage. Um, then they have Soderblom, who is one two and one, but he has a two seven seven goals against average and a nine twenty four save percentage. Then looking at team stats, we already went over Carolina, but for uh, Chicago, twelfth on the power play, twenty four point four penalty kill. 73.6, which is 27th in the league. They are first in faceoffs with 57.9, mainly because that's Jonathan Taze just being how good he is. Um, goals four per game, 2.69, which is 28th in the league. And then goals allowed, they are 16th in the league at 3.08. So that will be another interesting game. That is on Monday night, which has an 8.30 start time. And the Colorado game is a 9 o'clock start time. I was gonna say so, they still have they play Anaheim on Saturday, but they are coming off of a hard fought loss against the Kings. Yep, that um, was that overtime. was overtime. Yep, two one. That and that so, and, they're, and they're actually another dad's trip. Actually, all the dads uh, for the Hawks actually were with them to to uh, Alpha yeah. on their private jet, and uh, they're doing a whole dad's trip for the for That's the uh, so California cool. series. Yeah, all yeah they were showing they were showing the video of like all the dads wearing all like their their jerseys of all their sons. So like Aww. everyone, so everyone's rocking a jersey with their kids on the uh, their name on the back and stuff and their number. So yeah, how cute. Yeah, the, they've been doing that for a long time. Like they do a dad's trip, and then later in the year they have a mom's trip. So all the moms uh, okay. go go with the guys too. Yeah, that's that's been a tradition for a while now, actually. No, that's um, awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. kind of cool if all the if all the teams did it, but I know the, I know the Hawks have been doing a uh, parents trip for a while. I know. The last couple seasons they couldn't because of COVID and a bunch of other stuff, but mm-hmm. that's been a thing for a while now. They always did like a parents trip, yeah. so like depending on like early part of the season and later towards the middle-ish part of the season. 
yeah. they've done that. So, um, so the so we will have a show next Friday on the 18th, but we're not previewing that Colorado game because since we already just previewed tomorrow night's game or well tonight's game when everyone's listening, we just thought there's no point of previewing the same game twice because. I don't think there's gonna be a whole lot of difference. There's maybe a body or two that. You mean Landeskog's not coming back months early for us to preview? <laughs> probably not, but I mean, hey, they might, they might get you know they might get Natrushkin back, but I mean, he'll he'll get a game misconduct if one of our players gets hooked again like last year. <laughs> oh God, cry <laughs> me a river. <laughs> but yeah, so we, we just thought it'd be easier not to do that because there's no point of us previewing the same game twice. Yeah. Um, so we are playing three games. Somehow they thought it'd be kind of cool okay to do Colorado twice in a span of five days. Again, NHL schedules. I just uh, schedulers. I just want to talk. Yeah, kind of, kind That's of quick. To, want. Kind of quick to do a road game than do a home game that close together. But yeah, is what it is. I guess. So we are going to go into our forgotten canes, but we do have a twist though. We're going to do some forgotten avalanche because Grant brought this up. Why don't we kind of cool if we, if we have different fan bases on the show? Why don't we just do a forgot, you know, our loosely forgotten name of the show of this segment with their team as well? So we'll do our guests first, and then we'll go into, we'll go into our Hurricanes one. So Grant, who is your forgotten Avalanche? Oh, well, I originally had a, a different player in mind. I had to change because we started talking about him or talking about the two of them at least. Um, who was, but, who was the two that we were talking about? I'm just curious. Uh, Korea. Because every because a lot of people forget that lockout season, but we talked about him, so I figured I'd change it. But uh, my well, player well, was, well, caveat, too, is he actually had to play a game with the Avalanche, too, though. So, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. True. yeah. But uh, my Avalanche player played in the season 1997 through 98. Uh, he's pretty. He's a pretty iconic player or pretty iconic hockey player. Um, it is uh, Yari Curry. Oh, fantastic pick. Hey, Edmonton legend, Yari Curry. (laughs) He also also played for the Kings at one point, too. And the Rangers. And the Rangers, too, which was surprising because I kind of forgot. I forgot that he reunited with Gretzky. Yeah, he he reunited with Gretzky in a couple places. I think think, think they played in L.A. together, too, at one point. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. Yari, Yari Curry, great pick. Love it. Yeah, love it to go Fantastic. along with Sebastian Aho and Miko Ranton for the Finns out there. Hey, Finns, hey, Finns get wins, baby. Finns oh. get wins. Finns get wins. Get wins. All right, JJ, who's your forgotten avalanche? So, my forgotten avalanche is actually a uh, Canadian born player. Okay. Uh, man was so forgotten, in fact, that when the Abs won the cup in the 1996 season, his name was misspelled. On the cup, I, 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 <laughs> I know exactly talking. who he's talking about. I know, I know who you're talking about, JJ. Mr. Adam Deadmarsh. <laughs> oh man, I, yeah, I forgot they spelled his name wrong. That's brutal, dude. Like, you haven't seen the Steve Dangle video? On? <laughs> yeah, well, I've seen it. It's brutal. okay. No, I'm just saying yeah. it's like, bro, that's brutal that you got like that dude's name wrong. It's like, yeah, I know exactly yeah. what JJ said. I'm like, oh, it's Deadmarsh, dude. That's brutal. That's a one of one right there. One, the I think he might be the only player to get his name misspelled on the cup. Oh no, no, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, there's so many guys' names are spelled wrong on that cup. Oh yeah, like there's some, there's some names in the in the history of of hockey that easily could be misspelled very badly. So yeah, 
Yeah. But Dan Marshall, but that, I, wasn't that, that should not have been that hard to do, but. Uh, I, I feel like he was a little bit forgotten, though, just with the team back then. They had so many names, and oh, he yeah. was just a, a consistent force, you know, 20 goals every season type thing. Um, and then he, he went on to win a couple with the Kings also. So, yeah, um, just, <clears throat> yeah, I, I feel like he was a little bit underrated when he was with us. And Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you run a small business, you need the most from every investment. That's why Comcast Business gives you more, like our new gig speed Wi-Fi, plus unlimited data, all on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Don't miss our special holiday offer. And ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Call today. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. When you, when you look at the rest of that team too, though, I mean, you had Forsberg, you had Sackick, you got I me. Mean, yeah. Unfortunately, you got Brandon Lemieux there at one point too. But I mean, it, there's you a mean lot. Claude? You mean Claude? Claude yeah, sorry, Claude. Yeah. Yeah. They're both scumbags. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but nothing has reignited the greatest hockey rivalry of all time as Claude Lemieux just absolutely floors Chris mm-hmm. Draper into the boards. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I, I'm I'm hoping you guys have both seen the ESPN Plus version of Unrivaled, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. we did. I, yeah, we watched the the, the, the two hour special. Yeah, we said this didn't all watch it together, but we watched it. Yeah. I know this. So yeah, I, 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 man, I watched that two hour special before, right before that game six. Because <laughs> oh. it, it aired yeah. right before game six, and I was like, <laughs> "We're winning it." tonight like <laughs> i forgot um, about that i forgot they aired it right before game six that's yeah. wild. hey hey who says hockey isn't poetic right just, but no like like well like i said if no one's seen it yet like the the espn version was good but then but the espn plus version is the best because mm-hmm. yes it is two hours but it's two hours of just pure amazing stuff like mm-hmm. it's like anyone who's watched hockey or knows hockey like we they, should rewatch that here soon. It, it's beautiful. It, it's well, a really well, the, nice. Well, the, well, the crazy because JJ, you're what are you about? Late twenties, early thirties, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere twenty. I'm about about to be twenty nine. So okay. Yeah. So basically, you and me, like we kind of remember that rivalry because we were still kind of you know, it was young ish, but we were alive mm-hmm. during that rivalry. Like absolutely wild stuff. Like growing up, like yeah. like you remember where you were for then for that all those series absolutely oh, yeah. insane every, every year it'd be us and the red wings and yep. the cities just grew to hate oh they each hate other. each other and... absolutely hate each other but no now for the younger kids on on this podcast uh-huh. hey hey hey, hey. <laughs> i watch i watch vhs tapes of the of you know all of those old games i've seen I've seen Brawl and Hockey Town on the old VHS tapes where you could barely pick out who Brendan Shanahan was. 
Yeah, all that yeah, that that great just mid-air like collision with Patrick Waugh, fantastic. Oh. Just Lego versions and stop motion versions of those. <laughs> what a character. Waugh. What a character. Yeah, he was something else. Let me let me tell you, but I don't know. All right, so now we're going to our Forgotten Kane segment. And since I missed last week's, I'll go, I'll do mine first. Go for it. My guy played two years with the Hurricanes, uh 05, 06, 06, 07. So he did want to he his name is on the cup. Um, he only played, let's see, 77 games with the Hurricanes, six goals, 19 assists for 25 points with a minus two. His best season was technically the year after the cup where he played 41 games, 14 points. The season that he did get the cup, he did win with the cup was uh, 11 points in 36 games. He <clears throat> was the... Second round, 54th overall pick by Nashville in the 1999 entry draft. Played at Michigan State from Evanston, Illinois. He has won Andrew Hutchinson. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yep. There yeah. we go. A lot of people might remember that name. Some people might not, like I said, because this guy played. I, I, I recall really. it when I rewatched the, uh, the 06 yeah. win that they yeah. aired on yeah. NHL Network. Yeah, they'll say that he he averaged ten minutes a game, baby. <laughs> Just ten minutes a game. Yeah. All right, Bailey. So round so, up our our forgotten segment. Who's your forgotten hurricane? So my guy played with the team uh, during the 06, 07 season and the 07, 08 season, where he retired. Um, so he started out his career in Phoenix. He was in the nineteen ninety six draft class. <laughs> Uh, seventh round, twelfth over or twelfth round pick, or yeah, seventh round, twelfth pick, uh, for one hundred seventy fourth overall. Um, just to kind of go through his uh, career, uh, like I said, started with Phoenix, played with Phoenix until the two thousand one two thousand two season, where he was traded to Vancouver. Um, played with Vancouver until 2003. Then during the off season, he went to Columbus, played with them for two years, and then came to Carolina. Hailing from Thunder Bay, Ontario, we've got Mr. Trevor Litowski. Oh, man. Another Thunder Bay legend. You know, we got the yeah. stalls, mm-hmm. you know, got Sid. I mean, Thunder Bay just brings out a lot of a lot of those players and to and to kind of go into it a little bit too for a guy who was a 174th overall not a bad career for himself his best season was the 1999-2000 season in phoenix with 19 goals 20 assists for 39 total points in 82 games that's not bad yeah for sure so yeah and then his uh, best season with carolina nine goals nine assists 75 games definitely definitely it's funny, definitely forgotten because because you kind of remember that second season, like the season after they won the cup, where it's kind of like, okay, like what are they gonna do? I totally forgot he was with that team. Yeah. The, yep. That actually fits for God Hurricane. I even there we go. There we go. I finally got Zach, guys. <laughs> it's like, wait, who? Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. So there we go, Trevor Latowski. Some fantastic picks today. Great picks. Just fantastic picks all around by everyone. Yep. A guy gets his name spelled wrong in a cup. <laughs> that guy, I completely, I completely forgot was even a hurricane at one point. So, I mean, there you go. There we go. All right. But, but. before we go and wrap up the, the show tonight, JJ Grant, thank you both for coming on. Yeah. You know, 
had listened to us ramble on for a little while to start the show, but you know, awesome. You know, thank you for coming on to talk avalanche with us. You know, gotta gotta bring some avalanche guys on because we got you know a lot of connections to Colorado. So why not? Why not have some uh, friends of the show on and stuff like that? Well, I guess boyfriends of the show. <laughs> You've but... been downgraded. <laughs> <laughs> downgraded. It's like it's, it's like it's like it's like wait a minute. Off like, crowd. <laughs> so but, anywho, yeah. Anywho, uh, before we let you guys go, uh, Grant, where can what? I guess if you want people to follow you on the socials, where can people find? <laughs> where can people find you or? What do you, you know, just give us anything. Give us anything well, that you want to talk. If you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, it's at Grant underscore Foster underscore 15 because Grant 15 Foster was taken. Um, but uh, <laughs> if you see me tweet on there, it's seldomly about like avalanche, but mostly it's about giveaways. So, hey, if you want to enter some giveaways yourself. <laughs> He's go got and, some good plugs. Yeah, I got some good plugs. Just got to make sure you hop it on quickly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll what? hop in Twitter spaces occasionally too. So yeah, Twitter yeah. spaces. He's got some controversial takes, but hey, hey, I just, I just make everybody's brains think. You know, that's all I do. <laughs> okay, we'll put it that way. <laughs> I mean, that, Joel, that, 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 yeah. that's that's putting it one way for sure. We have a definitely follow Grant. You know, well, or... well I also am, uh, uh, I am undercover as Trent Krim for the uh, for Zach for and Bailey's fantasy hockey, hockey fantasy hockey team. Joel's in there too, and Joel's and Joel team as well. So I make I, I'm pretty funny, even though no one in the league likes my. Oh my gosh, hey, Trent, I appreciate your contribution. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? I give you mad props for putting my team last because at the time they did suck pretty good. So I mean, it was fair. Yeah. It was, it was, it was yeah. a fair take. No, I do appreciate your content though. So Zach, I gotta say, our matchup right now is wild. Yeah, yeah to say absolutely the least. wild. Yeah, no pun intended. It's not in Minnesota, is it? <laughs> no pun intended. Um, yeah. I mean, hey, I mean, hey, I I got Kenny Malkin and a couple picks from Mitch Marner. So I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. something. No, we're we are once again within less than a point of each other. Once yeah. again. <laughs> well, but, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, vastly, <laughs> vastly different from how, how our teams were because I have basically new goalies, got some new forwards on the team, new defense. I basically overhauled my entire team because like no one was scoring me points. Like Marner, mm-hmm. like I basically traded Gosh Spare and two picks to get Carter Hart, and then I got those picks back in a trade for of getting Malkin and just had to give up Marner for it. So I, I basically replenished my picks mm-hmm. and picked up Carter Harden and getting Malkin in the process. So, I mean, there you go. I will say terrible. I'm slowly but surely taking my lead over cat back. So, Hey, there you, there go. you go. Hey, I saw, Hey, I still got Elias Pedersen and Bo Horvat on my team and they're actually scoring me points. So, I mean, <laughs> Vancouver, the Vancouver yeah, you, pickups are working great right now. Yeah, you really hopped on the Vancouver train right as they were losing games. <laughs> and they turned it's the, okay. Hey, Quinn Hughes, uh, Bo Horvat, and Elias Pedersen, the only guys that are scoring for their team, and they're actually picking me points now. Can't be too Not upset. complaining. Not complaining, that's for sure. It's just the rest of the team needs to show up. But you know what? Yeah. It is what it is. But JJ, Joel. where can people find you and the Mile High Pundit? Yeah, so uh, for me personally, my, my personal handle on YouTube is just down below, but it's at Joel James fifteen. Uh, for everyone that's interested, uh, we also I run 
uh, another Twitter account with my co-host of the Mile High Pundit, Jared. And that'll be just at Mile High Pundit um, on all platforms. So, yeah, if I, you're looking, I, I was going to say, if you're looking for somebody that or a podcast that covers all Colorado sports, I know we've got a few Carolina Hurricanes fans who have the Avs as their second team as well. If you're interested in really, really nice avalanche coverage, as well as coverage of the Broncos, Nuggets, stuff like that, MHP is a fantastic follow. Yeah, mostly mostly avalanche, I do have to say. Mostly avalanche. Mostly avalanche. Yeah, I mean, mostly I mean, avalanche. But hey, JJ's second team is the Hurricanes, so we do have that nice little uh, crossover. Sister pods. Very true. Yeah, Very true. yeah, for sure. Bailey, where can people find you on the socials? You can find me on Twitter at Bailey Curtis, and that's Bailey with two Y's. Um, be prepared for after listening to this for an overhaul of uh, Twitter posts. Um, we're going to be having a blast at the game. Um, if you want to follow a little more of a personal and not as active side, you can follow me over on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. Um, and then if I do run things over on the YouTube side, slowly but surely getting everything uploaded and ready to go up there. So, um, if you guys are listening, uh, once this does upload, hello, hi, uh, definitely leave a like, uh, subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment down below. Tell me what you're kind of thinking post game stuff. Um, after kind of listening to this and thoughts on games that we've covered during this episode and episodes past as well. Yeah, you can and you can find our um, podcast on Twitter at the Search Cats. We have a link tree that takes you all where you listen to the podcast. Go to our YouTube link and I'll check. Also check out our amazing sponsors as well. Make sure to give them a look at as well, and make sure to buy some of their stuff and use our promo codes because we would appreciate the help support us and our sponsors. Um, you can find me at One True Zach on Twitter. It's Oni True Zach. Um, basically, anything in terms of Hurricanes content, there might be some content sort of like. Some other teams as well here and there and stuff like that, you know, for hockey purposes and stuff like that. Um, and if you also want to, I actually cover the Charlotte Checkers now for the AHL. Yeah. At a, at a FPH Checkers. I haven't, had, I haven't had a chance to say that on the podcast. I've yeah. Been sick. I've been sick all the time. Yeah, actually, third, uh, the third article just dropped today. Did the uh, top three jerseys of all time for the Checkers. Two of them are affiliated with the Hurricanes. Ooh. So you definitely go check those out. Uh, definitely go check that out as uh, well. But, yeah, I will be covering the checkers this year for uh, field pass hockey. Um, I know it's not affiliated with the Hurricanes, but a lot of ties still with the team just because the affiliation was a long time. Won the Calder Cup with them in 2019. So um, if you want to check that out, check that out as well. I really appreciate that. Um, another, you know, side endeavor. Not not career-changing by any, any ma- uh, measures, but – and I still really it. awesome opportunity to kind of get your foot in the door with hockey coverage and stuff like that. I'm proud yeah. of you, co-host. Well, I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely excited for that as well. But yeah, make sure to go check that out. Like I said, go check out the search cast. <laughs> 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 uh, but yes, definitely check out Mile High Pundit. Uh, you know, JJ and Jared do a great job over there. So make sure, you know, check out their um, shows. I know you guys have been kind of off and on a lot of career changes for you guys personally. So you guys been kind yeah, of our, hit our schedule has been just a madhouse with both of us, but no, yeah, we, but I know you I know you guys will come back eventually. So yeah, oh yeah, this is it's life. Life happens, man. Totally get our our podcast schedule's been all over the place. We've been recording a lot later and mostly picked one day to do it now instead of we were kind of like, hey, we can just pick a day and do it now. It's kind of like, all right, 
I will I, I will preface for MHP. It is not exactly the most family friendly in regards of uh Yeah, if you if you swearing. do listen to my if you do listen to my high pundit, have some headphones in or don't have children near you. <laughs> and, and, unless you want them to learn some colorful language. God, you guys are making this sound like it's a free to our movie. I mean, yeah. it's not too far off. At, at, it's, at it's, point, it's a it's a it's a hard PG thirteen. It's a hard PG thirteen. Hard PG thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's borderline. It's but one F. It's one F word away from being a hard R. Don't we, worry, will find a way to get to that movie theater. Yeah. No, I will say though. With that said, um, Jared is. I, I hate we couldn't get him on the podcast today. Stupid work. Um, but yeah, they. they oh, are, no, no, no. He had, you know, he had to go ref hockey games because ref. You know, because he had to make that extra money. Yeah. So, so. yeah. We're not important, but it's okay. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we, no, we absolutely love Jared over here at the Surgecast, and um, hopefully we'll have a chance to kind of get him on at some point, um, yeah. maybe during a playoff run or two. Definitely, definitely. Uh, and Grant, uh, we'll have to have you on MHP as well as a guest. <laughs> it's about dang time. I thought Jared... <laughs> wow. Jared, Jared, Jared has made me think that that is never happening. It's Jared. Don't believe what he said. Don't don't believe what he said. He'll go back to he'll he'll go back to cozying it up with you here in a bit. (laughs) Just just give him. I don't think that can go on the podcast. He's very fire and ice, Jared. Someone take that off the podcast. (laughs) All right, but until next week, everyone, for season two, episode twenty-two of the show. This has been season two, episode twenty-one, number forty-five overall. We are getting ever so much closer to episode 50 of the show so i don't know we guess still gotta figure out something out pretty amazing for episode 50 but for episode 49 guy thank jj and um grant once again for coming on and joining us but until next week guys like i said for season two episode 22 of the search cast i'm zach i'm bailey and we'll see you here next time at listening to this belly up media production some said we'd go belly up so we made it our name and we're still here this time of year you double down on cheer so does duncan that's why they have twice the signature lattes with minty peppermint mocha and creamy toasted white chocolate both handcrafted with rich espresso grab one today america runs on duncan price and participation may vary limited time offer terms apply